All right, guys, welcome to Do You Feel Me? Uh, today, doing a special uh, no discussion about uh, movie franchises. And, um, you know, if you listen to our uh, movie remakes, you know, this is kind of what we're going to start doing, you know, once, you know, every week. If it's not like major news, it'll be, you know, we'll go over a little bit of the news and then we'll go into a main topic. So uh, that's what we're going to do today for y'all and this week. So. Yeah, again, check out our Mulan trailer review. Not trailer. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But movie review. Now they're going to be like, you got the movie. I want the trailer. <laughs> the Mulan movie review, which is on the channel now. And we also have a trailer reaction to um, Mandalorian 2. The Mandalorian season 2. So that's that'll probably be some of the news that we'll go into. So, uh, again, my name's Olin. Welcome. And I'm Ryan. All right. So let's go ahead, get into it. So we're going to go to news topics. Um, we'll see anything that interested you during this week, Ryan. Uh, so apparently Jerry Leto is going to be in Tron 3. And I didn't even know they were making a Tron 3. I thought the last thing I heard about Tron was it was going to be a, they were going to redo everything. Now, you know what I mean? If they make a Tron, Tron 3, I want to see it. Because I'm still waiting on, like, this, you know, the sequel to Tron Legacy. Yeah. I'd, That's one of I'd, my favorite movies, man. I watch that, like, once a month. You know what I mean? So it's one of those good, bad movies that I just like, especially in Ultra HD. Holy no, no, that movie was a I – think, I think Legacy, if anything, was just, like, a dream fully realized. Yeah. Because if you yeah. look to see what went into it, it was like they couldn't do all that, but it was okay. But what they were able to pull off in Tron was was a, it's amazing. Um, there's an episode on Disney Plus prop culture that talks about the special effects that went in, into Tron, and it's just like you did all that for that movie. And granted, if you like it or not, it's still amazing. But when they did Tron Two, it was like everything that they wanted to do in Tron One, they got to do it in Tron Two, and it looks beautiful seamless i think half of the i think when you're watching that movie your brain is thinking of all the scenarios that could go on within that universe while you're watching it so i know shout out to jared leto you know? so you think i would have thought they would have just put never mind jared leto's not a bad actor honestly to see him in a trauma movie almost seems fitting like he's gonna be a morbius so I'm just saying, uh, Killian Murphy was in Tron Legacy as um, as a character. So I was assuming that in the sequel to that, he would be like probably the next villain. But you got to know, I've seen Tron Legacy so many times. Like I'm going into the plus I had the Blu-ray, which has like the spe- like if you all the like special. You know, extra features, right? So if you watch all the extra features, it breaks that down who his character is, because his like father used to work with, uh, you know, in the original Tron, so the movie, first one, so they kind of tied that in together. You know, but get the Blu-ray, y'all. Tron Legacy, man, some good stuff in there. So is Tron Legacy on um, Disney Plus? I don't know. I have oh. no idea. I think the original one is. Yeah, the original one is definitely is because it was suggested after I watched Prop Culture, but I don't know about Legacy. But yeah, that's shout out Tron Legacy, man. 
I like that movie a lot. It's a good movie. All right. Good, uh, uh, good visual effects for the time that it came out. And a good try with, uh, oh boy, with the like mocap, oh, and- even though it's early. It was early. This was before everybody else tried it. It looks terrible. Some of the dude. Yeah. Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges, yeah. You know what? Clue. As Clue, yeah. When I watch that movie and I see that, I always thought, because I see, I like that movie. So this is my justification for that, right? The reason why that came out a tad bit shoddy, or at least unbelievable, was because that wasn't the real Jeff Bridges. They had to let you know that it was Clue the whole time. Right. So that's the and Clue is just a a simulation. He's a program to mimic Jeff Bridges. So Even though they use they use the they use the same for the beginning of the movie. It looks just like yeah. Clue. Yeah, we we they we can't all be as flawless as Kurt Russell in in Gal, uh, Guardians Two. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah, that was. But by then, we're talking about years, years down the road. So it's supposed to look like that. Oh, it's yeah. definitely an evolution in making people look younger. But so go, yeah, so go to the next one, my next big story. What do you What do you got? Well, you know, uh, you know, Mandalorian season two dro- uh, trailer dropped this week. You know, like I said, we did a I did a, a trailer reaction to it, so check that out. But you know, uh, I got corrected in one of the comments, right? Oh really? Yeah, like on the reaction. <laughs> because I thought the hooded the hooded girl, I was like, is that Ahsoka? No, but they was like, that's no. a bean. I was like, that's a bean. Oh. So I was like, I was even more excited because I was like, yo, that's a bean from um uh Rebels. Yeah, Rebels. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay, this is tight. It's even tighter. So shout out for that one commenter who said that. Thanks. Well they were and they were so, saying. Yeah, yeah. Because I wasn't following the casting news, so I was just, you know. But uh, yeah, so that's cool. Same. I'm looking forward to Mandalorian season two. I'm ready to see what Ahsoka looks like in live action and all that. So that, it looks good, you know what I mean. But y'all can watch the trailer reaction, get my thoughts on that. Um, what else? Uh, you want to talk about Ray Fisher, or that's another podcast? I mean, we we could talk about Ray Fisher. I don't mind talking about Ray Fisher. I just can't believe that he's really like this is still news. Like he's really he keeps pushing and pushing. And I swear, if he messes up the Zack Snyder release, I'm I'm coming after him. Thing is, though, he's getting backing from Aquaman now because Aquaman is like, yo, we need to oh. investigate. We need to investigate Josh Whedon now. He's like, yo, let's do it. Like, I agree. Like, so now it's like, oh, God. Yeah. A over E is the motto. Yeah, Momoa's like, yo, I got my boy Fisher's back. Look, what's good? What's up with the investigation? You know what I mean? So, I mean, the good news is they're not, it's not slowing down the Flash. No. It's not necessarily slowing down any superhero productions per se, but it's just still going. They said they said that this stuff didn't start coming out until after he was offered a cameo in the Flash movie. So I guess he was like, cameo? That's beneath me. <laughs> Who the heck is Ray? Uh, see, now that's what I'm saying. If if that's the case, and I need to, I don't even know who Ray Fisher is like that. He's not even he came that. from theater. He was a theater actor. Oh, that was his first role. 
Oh, come on. He was good at True Detective season two, though. Okay, so he's done other things. Not season two, season three, my bad. As uh, Mahershala Ali's son. Yeah. No, I know what you're talking about. True Detective. Yeah, True Detective season three is good, by the way. But yeah, Ray Fisher's in that. That's it, though. That's all we that's got. The only other movie I've seen. Yeah. I mean, that's not even a movie. It's a TV show. And then you're going to... But it's then, cinematic. And then you're going to talk about how WB has used Ben Affleck news to... What is it? What's that well, like? that's what Ray Fisher said. He said ben, it was a... Uh, what do you say it was? The Ben Affleck casting was a... Uh, I guess you could say kind of like a distraction. Yeah. I was like, that's a really good distraction. That shit better be true, man. If that shit ain't true, I'm still coming after you, Ray Fisher. It's you true. Just... It's true. I said WB on fire, but I'll still be coming after you. Give the people what they want. Uh, know, as far as news, that's been too much going on. Hold on, let me check. At least not on, not on my side of things. Uh, oh, uh, the Batman has officially started reshooting. Uh, and the, it also came out that the Batman, they were going to keep shooting without Robert Pattinson. So I guess they're going to shoot everything that they don't need with him. And then, or either just use a stunt devil in the suit and then do close-ups when Robert Pattinson gets healthier. You know, like you could shoot around and then, the, I mean, all you really need him is for the face shot. Because, yeah, well, just because he's not doing all the fight scenes. Come on. Nah. Not. At least so, not all yeah, the choreographed ones. Yeah, yeah, so the Batman has officially started reshooting. And another in comic book movie, Black Widow has been delayed again. <laughs> A Wonder Woman has been delayed again. And that pushback, they're, Talking about pushing back the Dune, the uh, Dune as well. You know, the, I appreciate them for putting on, you know, deadlines. That's great. I'm glad you guys will be ready. Unfortunately, and still, we won't be able to see it because we don't have theaters. It won't. At least, I mean, we, we don't. It's not going to be available for wide release. I don't know why you guys keep saying it's going to come out sometime this year. The thing year. is, Warner Brothers. Is- they're like, yo, we're not making the same mistake we just made with Tenet. Like, Tenet, I know Nolan wanted everybody to see it in the theaters. He should have just waited because it's not, nobody's going to see it, at least in the U.S. It's getting numbers on the international, but not in the U.S. So it's, you know, I still want to see that, man, because I want to get my opinion on it. But, uh, yeah, I think that's one of the reasons why, like, they're pushing back you know, Wonder Woman and um, Doom. But as far as Disney, I know why they're pushing back Black Widow. It's like, we we want to release this in a movie. Thing is, though, that they're putting me out of the limit now because if you release Black Widow on Disney Plus at $30, you know what I mean? It's an MCU <laughs> movie. Like, it's like, oh, man, I might have to pay, you know, like. Yeah, they got can't miss an MCU movie, you know. But that's certified action. But uh, that, yeah, you so. can't, you can't go. It doesn't matter. I, I hate to say that you can't. It doesn't matter what Marvel movie you watch; it's still a good movie. 
period. Like, I mean, I, I think it'll probably be better than Mulan. So, but y'all can listen to that to hear what I had to say. Yeah, about that one. listen to our movie review on it. It's uh, it's actually some good comedy in there. Uh, so, but uh, you know, we didn't tear it apart because uh, uh, McNulty on the Facebook post. Yeah. On the um, the worst remakes, he's like, yo, I had no chill on Disney, on the uh, the Disney movie <laughs> remakes, man. I was like, hey, man. Like, cause he was with me when we saw Aladdin. I was like, bro, this is, we had the same conversation. <laughs> so, we, hey, we always telling the truth here, man. We're unfiltered. We give it honest. Especially me. If it's trash, it's trash. But I'm not, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not getting paid by no studio, so I'm not gonna <laughs> pretend I like something, like some YouTubers do. Well, I, I don't think, feel like I'm a YouTuber yet. I don't have enough subscribers, or you know, I'm just uh, I'm just happen to be putting videos on there. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> this is. To, you know, I don't want to call myself a YouTuber yet. This is me being creative during the pandemic. Yeah, yeah, it's just using you know. So, we're at what six subscribers? But, yeah, that's that's fine with me. Like that's yeah. that's six, six more than people. I. Yeah, that's six people. I didn't. I didn't think <laughs> so. I really just do this for the fun of it, honestly. Yeah. But um, let's see. I still wanted to talk about that Star Wars stuff. Uh, as far as um, I mean, John Boyega's coming out on Star Wars. Uh, Daisy Ridley came out saying, "Hey, they had no no plan for Ray. She used she was gonna be a Kenobi, and then she became." Uh, I, nobody, I, and then, I, then she I, became a Palpatine. So I guess I actually watched that whole. I watched that movie last night with a friend that hadn't seen it. Still, so we watched it, and uh, my my reaction to it was pretty much the same as hers. It was just like, oh boy, there's a lot. Uh, man, when we review that movie, that'll be fun because I just yeah, I'm we go in on do that. that my thing is, she just broke down these three movies, right? Mm-hmm. Because Force Awakens, right? When she goes down, she finds a chest, right? And she touches the lightsaber, Luke's lightsaber. And it yeah. goes through this, this tight, the fire montage of, like, past movies. And at the end, you hear Obi-Wan in the back. This is your last step. Ray? Ray? You know what I mean? Yeah. So that implies maybe she's has something to do with Kenobi. That's the first movie. Because that this is who she mentioned. So she's giving you a timeline of these movies. The second movie, Raising Nobody. What's what's uh what's Kylo Ren tell her in the throne room? Was like, look, they were like they sold you off to get yeah, drunk yeah. with, bro. They sold you off for some liquor, bro. You're you're yeah. a nobody, bro. Okay. Run <laughs> away with me. Then she becomes a Palpatine, and what happens in the Rise of Skywalker? Ray Palpatine. So she gave you every movie it changed. Oh, this movie. You're gonna be a Kenobi, and then, <laughs> and Last Jedi. Ron Johnson was like, you know what? Fuck that Kenobi shit. You're nobody. No, yeah, we ain't yeah, doing that. Yeah. And then JJ Abrams come back. You know what? I remember what I said like four years ago. Now you're you're a Palpatine, right? Yeah, you're a Palpatine now. Still a nobody because he died too. Oh wait, no, he lived. 
Uh, I can't. Yeah, we're gonna talk about Star Wars later. Though. I'm gonna say that for like, say that for a later time. You know what I mean? Because I actually, we should do a, we should do like a watch along, like watch these movies. That'd be hilarious. Yes, and just watch it real time, killing that shit. You know what I mean? But not. I mean, showing some love, you know. But hey, if y'all want, I'm gonna do like if y'all want us to do a watch along and like the Star Wars movies or at least the new trilogy. I'm be down to do that. My thing about that whole new trilogy is that years from now, like, I don't know, give it a decade or so, and somebody that's never, and they finally get to jump into the Star Wars world, they're going to be like, oh, you know, these weren't that bad, but I'm sorry, y'all. We waited. We were the people that we waited for it to happen. We were hanging on the news of what was going to happen next and what we got. And I, I know expectations were super high, but what in the heck? It just... It felt disjointed behind the scenes that it was felt on screen when you were watching it. Ugh, it's not a bad movie, but boy, oh boy. Yeah. We got to do that review. Yeah. So I think that's all the news that I can remember. Uh, you did mention something about Henry Cavill. Is that confirmed or rumored? Uh, I've, seen, I've seen like five news articles about it, so I, I'm guessing... You know, it's, there's some hope. <laughs> I'd like to think it so because Henry Cavill always likes playing Superman. He just they just wrote his character wrong, gotcha. or they just they didn't do his character justice. <laughs> Pun intended. Yeah, so I think those are the major stories that I can remember. I'm, like, I'm going off the top of the head. They yeah. said that uh, they said that Robert Pattinson. Might be the next candidate for 007. Oh, God. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot on your plate, man. Do you want to be Batman or James Bond, man? Pick one, be man. Both. Just you know be both. I mean? I mean, it is Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers distributes, um, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they distribute James, uh, the James Bond movies now, right? So, uh, if I... I might be wrong. Don't quote me on that, y'all. I'm spitballing Because <laughs> it used to be MGM. I mean, MGM shows up, but I'm not, I feel like Warner Brothers shows up too now. But anyways, that's nerd stuff. So but, as, um, as far as the Matrix 4 goes, we will not be seeing Agent Smith. Apparently, he they had a script. He was in it. He read it. He thought it was pretty good. He had, you know, he's being, he's being, he was like, oh, I had some suggestions, but, you know, I was okay with it. And then they didn't call him back. So he's like, as far as I know, I'm not in it. Well, I heard Morpheus is not in it either. Yeah, because he died, apparently, in the Matrix universe. He died in the game. Oh, all right. That game was fire. Path of Neo? I had it on PlayStation yeah. 2. Well, he died. He died. So they came out with Matrix Online, and uh, he died in that. He didn't die in Path of Neo. Yeah, you know, no, I don't yeah. know. He's not even barely in that movie. He just talks to you. You, you don't even get to use him. So, because it's the path of Neo, obviously. But. Can't use Morpheus. Yeah. You don't use Morpheus. Morpheus uses. So. But that, that's a good segue. Um, you brought up The Matrix because we're going over movie franchises. Movie franchises. Let me sound happier. But, um, movie franchises. Yes. Yes! Oh. 
Speaking of movie franchises, uh, Bill and Ted. Uh, Thanks to music. We still got that review coming. You know, I just haven't watched it yet. So, but uh, you know, hold on for one second. It's happening. I did the title card for it, so I'm about it. Be right back. All right. Sorry about that. I had to get my pizza out of the oven. Um, <laughs> all right. So, yeah, movie franchises. Weird flex, uh, but okay. Let's do it. Uh, I found this uh, Found this article, man. thought it was interesting. And uh, it had like 27 best franchises. Uh-huh. I wanted to get your take on it. They had uh, excuse me. At number twenty-seven, they had Die Hard. So according to them, it's the number twenty-seven <laughs> best, I guess, best franchise. Die Hard. All right. Oh wow! <laughs> Out of their twenty-seven. I thought was interesting. No, I mean I uh, I've seen all I've seen all the diehards, but I all right. I could roll with that one. I, that that is a franchise. It's not my it's not what I thought of when I thought of franchise, but yeah, I guess it is a franchise. They make toys for that. I mean it's actually a children's book now. I mean I mean a franchise is obviously I mean a trilogy can be considered a franchise, or do you disagree with that? Right, in a sense, because even if it's a trilogy to end it, you can make another one, and then it. You know what I mean? You know, what I'm you know like Lord of the Rings. Yeah, that's a franchise. They make. I mean, you can include the Hobbit in that. Include it's a Lord of the. You know, it's all Lord of the Rings. Hobbit, you know I mean? Smaug, and the Five Armies. Yeah. I guess it's a it's a property that allows you to expand. And also be commercially successful. Like, like here, they got Die Hard at number 27, right? So, Die Hard, mm-hmm. Die Hard 2, Die Hard with a Vengeance, Live Free or Die Hard. It's a good day to Die Hard. Oh, boy. Oh, God. I saw, <laughs> God. I saw that one. I saw that one, and I was, <laughs> all right. Hey, you guys. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, it's five movies. You know what I mean? So, my opinion, if a franchise obviously is three or more movies, right, to me. Uh-huh. I mean, Die Hard was, I mean, that's like the, that's the good, the cool thing about franchises is is that it lets a specific actor play one character. And most of the time, 
the characters that they play it's it's fun for them most of the, you'll you'll learn that in most of these franchises is that one reoccurring actor and bruce willis would be the recurring actor in the Die Hard franchise right. it's fun we, we love seeing him we love seeing him as john mcclain he gets in all these crazy situations and he finds his way out doing it the bruce willis way so that's that's the cool thing about a franchise it's it's like you're growing up with that person and you're going on all these crazy adventures what's so. your favorite die Hard movie out of all of them um most would say the second one really but I, I always go back to the first one so mine's is low-key die hard with a vengeance it, between the first and the third is real close for me, man. I really like Die Hard with a Vengeance, man. I think it's because it's the the dynamic between him and Samuel Jackson, the whole movie, bro. It's funny. You know what I mean? Wait, so that was the third one? Yeah. Yeah, when um, that's when, what I, when that's Hans Gruber's brother uh, comes back. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, was talking, I was talking about the one with Samuel Jackson. I don't... I thought that was the second yeah, one. Yeah, Die, oh. Die Hard 2 is, uh, has old boy from Good Times in it. So, okay. The father from Good Times. Yeah. So, yeah. As like a kind of villain. There's like three villains in that movie. <laughs> I didn't like the second one, man. It's just, even though it's, it has more continuity than the third one, because, uh, you know, uh, Reginald Vell Johnson is in it in the beginning, the cop. And, yeah, from um, Family Matters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So they put Alien above Die Hard on their list as a better franchise. So, Wait, even so though half of Alien movies are trash, uh, but that's most classic. I mean, if you compare it to Die Hard, you got Die Hard, Die Hard Two, Die Hard Three, and then low key, I like the Live Free of Die Hard a little bit, the unrated version. But the the last one is completely trash. No, that was. <laughs> The good day to die hard is trash. I remember watching that. And I was like, "Oh boy, what is this?" But the one with um, Timothy Oliphant as a villain. Yeah, um, Loki is like one of my favorites. Maybe. Yeah, I didn't mind that one. Now, Alien you got Alien, Aliens, Alien Three, which is um, Fincher's director directorial debut. It's trash. Alien Resurrection. It's trash. No, wait. So. Let me get Aliens 3 is the one where she's in a prison. Right. And she throws herself in the lava and it's like bursts out of her stomach while she's falling. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had to remember that. Yeah. Oh. It, yeah. Go and ahead. Then Alien Resurrection. <laughs> I remember watching that one and I just, for some reason, I guess because it was the newest one, I remember my cousins loved watching that specific one. And I was like, what is it, Ron Perlman? You know, like, what is? why do we keep coming back to this? Got the, the whole, you know, the weird newborn baby alien gets sucked out through the hole in space. And, and then they got Alien versus Predator. Um, I like that one, actually. It's not bad. It's I didn't know that was... Yeah. They I included it under the Alien franchise. I mean, that... No, that first one goes hard. I don't know why they talk shit about that movie. That movie goes hard. Requiem is the one I thought was trash. Yeah, no, that was that was bad. Period. Yeah. So, and then Prometheus, and Alien Covenant. Uh, I feel like we talked about this already. So yeah, no, somewhere. Uh, I liked I liked Prometheus. 
And I actually liked Alien Covenant for what it was. You know, it was just an action movie. No, it works. The yeah. shit slaps. Michael Fassbender is creepy. But I don't know if it's a better franchise than Die Hard. I don't know. But, you know. I mean, they're they're both uh, they're they're both also in different genres, like action movie. That one's kind of like sci-fi. It depends on what your preference is, I guess. What are you more entertained by? I don't, I don't know. I don't understand that one either. All right. So they put Jack Ryan above both of them at twenty-five. Wow. Are we talking Ryan about like like with Harrison Ford and stuff? They they included them all, starting with Alec Baldwin. So a hunt for Red October. The Patriot Games, Clear Present Danger, The Sum of All Fears of Ben Affleck, and then Jack Ryan, Shadow Recruit with uh, Chris Pine. So they included all of them. Jack Ryan's like the American James Bond. Yeah. So they put that as the number 25 best franchise out of 27. Uh, So I know a lot of y'all, I don't know the ages of my, ages of our listeners or watchers, but them first three, like, Tom Clancy joints are, you know, The Hunt for Red October is a good movie. Patriot Games and Clear and Present Danger, that's like Harrison Ford and his action prime, bro. You know what I mean? Like, you know. You got to be into those movies to watch, you know, because there's a lot of dialogue. You got to be into that. You know what I mean? It's all in the words. Yeah, it's all in the dialogue, what's going on. You know what I mean? It's like a, it's a spy thriller. You got to be into that. It's not, I mean... Even if compared not, to Jason, like Bourne stuff, Jason Bourne's more action, and like, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean. Jason Bourne's pretty, uh, it's pretty ABC. Yeah, but um, Jack Ryan is more like, he's a smart guy. He's gonna get into like what's going on, and, but you know, he can handle himself too. You know, and the Jack Ryan TV series, I actually liked. I like the first season was better than the second one, but um, Krasinski he pulled it off. You know what I mean? So, I think Jack. I think Jack Ryan's a little bit more. Uh, if we're comparing him to like Jason Bourne, Jack Ryan's a little bit more human since he's not a sleeper agent for a secret organization. <laughs> In terms of like, he he has to think. He's he's not invincible. Right. That's what that's what I liked about watching the Harrison Ford ones. Is like he he made mistakes. It was like oh shit, clear and present danger. Yeah, that's a good movie. And uh. Eric Baldrin. Anyway. Um, old boy. Wow. Yeah, I can't remember names off the fly no more, but uh, Darth Vader's voice. Um, James Earl Jones? Yeah. I don't know why. I blinked on James. I'm sorry, James. I am sorry. The community's um, not going to forgive you on that one. Yeah. yeah <laughs> he's, he's in the uh, early... Uh, I think he's in all the first three, if I'm not mistaken. How dare you forget Mufasa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now the sum of all fears is uh, it's trash. I don't like Ben Affleck. That was, was like it. when they were forcing Ben Affleck in every fucking movie. Yeah. Now, you know what I mean? He's Daredevil. Now he's Jack Ryan. Now he's in this. He's doing it all. Now he's in Jiggly. Like <laughs> now he's in J Lo. Yeah. So Ben Affleck was like in every fucking movie, bro. So this was one that he showed up in. I just didn't like some of all fears. I didn't like that. Morgan Freeman's in it. was him and Morgan Freeman. So I watched it for Morgan. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. 
Jack Ryan is Jack Ryan's a good franchise to get into. Honestly, it's 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 smart if you're not into the whole you know style over substance. So and just like James Bond, you get like a good roster. You could actually pick your favorite. So I'm on the same list as you are at this point right now. So. Okay. So you see at 24 where it says uh, this guy, uh, Kevin Smith first, right? Basically, yeah. yeah this is better. They, they, in, their, in their opinion, it's better than Die Hard, Aliens, and Jack Ryan. So you got Clerks, Mall Rats, Chase and Amy, Dogma, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, Clerks 2. I mean, I I appreciate the fact that this list is based on like percentages on like Rotten Tomatoes and stuff. They're like, there's there's good research or something, but it's just like, why would I pick Clerks over Clear and Present Danger? I don't no, think so. Even though Clerks is a good movie, no, Clerks is a great movie. I just wouldn't pick it over the uh, Chasing Amy. Which one was that one? That's the one with Ben Affleck. <laughs> <laughs> He's in all these shits, man. <laughs> He's Daredevil. He's cha- well, to be fair, Ben Affleck was actually more. He was he was more uh, in Kevin Smith's universe. Like he he poked his head every once in a while. Yeah. So it's not too surprising, but it just it didn't help. <laughs> in this particular instance, I think there's all these movies run together though, because franchise to me, each movie is together. To me. You're just putting all of his movies in one. I don't can you consider that a franchise? You know, I'm not a Kevin Smith junkie, so I've seen like these movies once, except for like Jay, Jay and Silent Bob's Right Back. I've seen that multiple times. But yeah. I'm waiting for the sequel whenever that's supposed to come. I think that um, went but, straight to on demand. But yeah, um, so I wouldn't consider this a franchise. So. I, I call a foul on the play, you know what I mean? To me. But that's up to them. But is it apparently? This is an interesting list. They're doing a mall rats too as well, too. Yeah. That's a that's a it's more like a collection than a franchise, but all right, yeah. Yeah. Dirty Harry, twenty three. <laughs> <Okay>. Shout out. <laughs> Clint Eastwood. Oh man. Does anybody even? Uh, I've seen a couple of these, but in my mind, I'm like, does anybody even know who that is now? Yeah, I haven't. Does anybody keep up with Dirty Harry? I haven't <laughs> seen all, all of these. My favorite is uh, on the Spanish channel when they when they show Dirty Harry on the Spanish channel. His name is Harry De Sucio. <laughs> it's, it's horrible because like Sucio, when uh, a Sucio is more like like a pervert. It's it's not really in terms of what you think Dirty Harry is, so it just makes me laugh all the time. Harry DeSucio. I've seen, I think it's Magnum Force in the Deadpool. Yeah, I've seen the Deadpool. I think I've seen Sudden Impact. He's a cop. It's crazy. Based on these Rotten Tomato scores, Dirty Harry's at 90% and the rest are like not even fresh. Or is it above 50s fresh? I can't remember. But. He's still wearing the same suit from the first movie. Yeah. I don't know. But you got to watch these in different different lenses. You know what I mean? You can't be in a PC mind and watch movies from, like that was made before 85. 
I think, especially with Clint Eastwood. Yeah. <laughs> Clint Eastwood is not for the faint of heart. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, y'all. If anybody doesn't know, that's that's from Dirty Harry's The Tell Me. What's the saying for Dirty Harry? Uh, shit. Oh, do you feel lucky? Oh, yeah. Do you feel lucky? Doesn't you say punk with it, too? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Do, they, do we use that now? No. Damn. Before Grand Serena and the Mule, Clint Eastwood was dead. Don't burn it on. <laughs> All right, let's move, let's move into Terminator. I think people should, they're not going to let this franchise die. This thing keeps going. As long as Arnold is alive, this franchise will keep going. This, this could be probably the worst franchise ever, ever, if they keep making movies. Look at this. The Terminator, good movie. Everybody knows that. Terminator 2, Judgment Day. Judgment Day, great movie to me. That's, that's In my the, opinion, is better than the first, but some people that, may argue different. That is the peak of this whole franchise. Sorry, next, Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines. Trash. <laughs> Terminator Salvation. The best thing about that movie is the Christian Bale's rant on set. Yeah, that's it's not even the movie. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Terminator Genesis was trash. <laughs> and then Terminator Dark Fate. They tried. They tried to go with it. They tried. I gave them a golf course. Clap, you know, it's just kind of like a, you know, just <laughs> another S. Never mind. <laughs> SJ. Never mind. Forget it. That's what Dark. Don't, don't don't go there. We let's try not to go there because no. that's I don't I don't want to go there. We might lose one of the six people. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but you only have two out of five movies is good. To be fair, I mean, Terminator, the good thing about Terminator is if you like Terminator, guess what? It expands way farther than the movies. I mean, I think most of these franchises expand. I think that's what makes them really good franchises is that if you really, if you really get down with, you know, Terminator or hell, I'm sure there's somebody's writing a book about Dirty Harry still. But Terminator, oh, once again, if you waited or you were hyped to see any of these movies as they came out. I, by the time I was born, I guess I had to be hyped for Terminator 3 because Terminator 2 came out in 92. I'm sorry. Yeah. Term- Terminator 2, the first one, he, Olin's definitely right. The first and second one are the best. Matter of fact, it's because of the first and second one that they keep trying to struggle and retcon and erase yeah. all the other ones. Yeah, Dark Fate is a retcon. Well, Genesis is a retcon. Well, Dark Fate is a retcon of Genesis, Salvation, and Terminator 3. So technically, Dark Fate is supposed to take after, take place after Terminator 2 Judgment Day. But it's nah. What they tried to do was, all right, so Terminator, so basically Terminator 2 hypes the heck out of you because you're like, oh, man, we're going to see the future. So then they give you Terminator 3, which I guess you get an older John, but it's not the future. It's just Motorola Razor phones. And then they give you Salvation, which is the future, which if you remember, you know, if you were there for, you were hyped as shit because you're like, oh, man, we're, we're finally there. We're here. And then you saw it, and they, it wasn't, it couldn't have been that far into the future. It wasn't that far into the future. It was not good, y'all. I don't, it's not rememberable. And Christian Bale, 
ranting offset to the was it, the stunt guy. Yeah. That's that's probably the best part, and that's not the movie. Then Genesis. So then Genesis try to erase salvation. That was bad. Another thing about salvation, wasn't that Jack Courtney in it? Yeah, he takes that's the That's when place. they were shoving Jack Courtney down her throat. Because <laughs> he did Jack Reacher. And he did Salvation. <laughs> and he was in uh, another thing. He was in the Die Hard movie. As, yeah, he was, he was like, the son. He was in like three bad movies, bro. It's like, get him the fuck out of here, man. Well, now he's got- about him, Sam Worthington, all them motherfuckers, man. They was like shoving all them around the same time, man. Sam Worthington was shoved down our throats, too. Yeah, man. Like, what the fuck? But anyway, sorry. That was a rant. And then Dark Fate erased all three of those movies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like Rise of Machines is the best after Terminator 2. And Unfortunately. Still, and it's still bad. But at least you still got an Arnold still acting. It wasn't the governor yet. And and, and then, that was it. They no. tried to do one without Arnold. And it's funny because I say without Arnold, but they, they still put Arnold in it. In the end, you're talking about salvation, right? At the end. Yeah. And he comes out the he comes out that door and he's naked and shit. And it's yeah. all like <laughs> it's not even motion capture. It's like the worst CG you've ever seen. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done. Terminator. Yeah. Hmm. That's a enter at your own risk, but definitely watch the first and second one. Like especially the second one. All right, so they got X-Men next. Oh, wow. Fuck, does X-Men have that many movies? Does De- Wait, so Deadpool counts as X-Men? I mean, technically, yeah. All right. <laughs> it's, 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 it's in the same universe. They mentioned Wolverine. Yeah, and since it's bought out from Disney, it's not like we're going to get another they one. Go, so they, sure. go to the, they go to the X-Men, the X-Mansion in um, Deadpool 2. He knocks on the door. You know. Oh yeah, he does do that. All right. So you got X Men. Crazy thing. Low key trash. The first one. But we ain't gonna do that. Uh, I'm talking about from grown up lens now. To 2000, old lens like this is tight. But now it's like, yo, it's the greatest movie ever. X Men Two is probably the best out of all of them. We pay our respects to X Men because if that didn't happen, we wouldn't have gotten X Men Two, which yeah. is the best one. Yeah, the X Men Two is the that's the best you're gonna get. That's the best Wolverine you're gonna see besides, I guess, besides Logan. But that's the best Wolverine you're gonna get in that type of movie for PG-13. Uh, X-Men: The Last Stand. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that movie in theaters. <laughs> One word. The best way to describe it is Cyclops glasses <laughs> floating in the air. It's like, yeah, oh, yeah, they did that to you, bro. Yeah. That is all quantity over quality. That is the one problem I've had with this franchise is yeah. that it has been quantity over quality. It's the first time. This was the X-Men last time. It's the first time they fucked up the Phoenix uh, storyline. Yeah. We'll get to the other one later. That's coming. <laughs> Don't worry. I know this is why you came here. <laughs> I know. We're going to get up to that. We're going to get there. <laughs> Trust me. You know it's trash. We're going to, yeah, we're getting there. Yeah, no, I don't want, uh. But there's another trash movie I got to talk about. X-Men Origin, Origins 
Wolverine. <laughs> now, when this came out, after the last stand, because there was a rumor after the last stand that they were going to stop making X-Men movies and focus more on like prequels and the, yeah, they, they, they had started. It was like, we're going to do Origins Magneto. This is a real thing. There was actually an X-Men Origins Magneto, which actually turned into X-Men First Class, but we'll get to that. So it was Origins Wolverine and Origins Magneto. So they kind of scrapped the Magneto and went with Origins Wolverine. Now, anybody that is anybody that knows the space that if you're in this type of space with us, then you know about the torrent days and all that. When the X-Men Origins Wolverine unfinished movie popped out on the net. Oh, God, yep. And you seen... <laughs> <laughs> None of the VFX had been finalized <laughs> in the torrent copy. So it is just hilarious <laughs> because the, the storyline is already just bonkers. Yeah. But them having to pretend to do half the stuff they do in that movie with a bonker story is just <laughs> like the beginning of the movie. It shows like, like the credits, like shows like animatronics and then it goes in live action. Then it goes in like green screen. Like it's kind of tight though. Like to see how movies are made. Yeah. And then, uh, but yeah, that movie's trash. They ruined Deadpool. I saw that in the theaters. Yeah. As they well. ruined Deadpool and like, yeah, that was, that was some thought that was the end of X-Men movies. It, just has, it has that like Batman and Robin effect where it's like when yeah. you, to little kids, this is great. But to adults, oh. Yeah. And then after that, we get X-Men First Class, which I think is probably one of the best. Thank endings. God that happened. That movie's great. Man. That it's needed to happen. Great story, man. Uh, who directed that? Get, get me right. Um, is it Brian Singer or no, Matthew Vaughn? Yeah, Matthew Vaughn. Yeah, Matthew Vaughn. Thank you. And who directs is who directs the uh, Kingsman movies? So. Yeah, the Kickass and the and Kingsman. Kickass Kingsman. So that's yeah. this is the first move. Well, second movie in the X Men, but the first like X Men movie, did not directed by Brian Singer, and it was good for me. Yeah, that was that was a good thing because yeah. it was. Brett Ratner did the last stand and whoa boy. <laughs> I would then, make a, I would make a statement, but I'm not gonna make that on air. But let's just say X Men was not his calling. Yeah, there's a lot of things not Brett Ratner's calling, but um. anyway. <laughs> uh so next after that they get the the Wolverine. It's an okay I, movie. Like it's a bounce back from the origins. You know, he's in Tokyo. You know what I mean? It's decent. I just didn't like the, like, he's, like, degenerating. I don't know. Yeah. I, it suffered from a, uh, honestly, it just suffers from a forgettable plot. Yeah. And the uh, the villain was forgettable. The the chick, I forgot her name, her, like, mutant name, but <laughs> yeah, she couldn't go. act. She could not act. She was terrible. Cause I mean, they did they did cool scenes like the bullet train fight scenes. They, this this yeah, the train scene was like tight, yeah. But they, just forgettable plot. Sorry. Yeah, it's not that great. Poor Hugh. I Jack. love the beginning though. I love the beginning though. Like when the uh, new uh, the bomb drops and he's covering yeah. the dude and he's getting like the radiation generating and burning like at the same time. Like that shit tight, bro. Yeah, but it got some tight spots in that movie. Um, and then next was the like 
the com well I can't say that. The uh the the end all be all the the merging yeah, of the merging of eras. You got the first class era merging with the original era with X-Men Days of Future Past. Some would say this is the best movie. It's the last good X-Men movie yeah, in, get. in the X-Men franchise. Uh so you had, you know, you got to see a younger Magneto and young Professor X and an older Magneto all in the same movie. And some of them even had scenes together. You know what I mean? Yeah, this is the uh... This is a good movie. I remember when this trailer came out, I was so fucking hyped for this. I was like, oh shit, this looks tight. That's because unfortunately, if you watched X-Men 3, you thought that was it. Like the the X-Men 3, what it was is like you loved the characters and the actors were fine. The story just went to shit. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) That was (laughs) you were like, no, but I love I love Patrick Stewart as Professor X. So you know, I love Magneto. I love Ian McKellen as Magneto. I love these people, you know, Rogue, Iceman. I loved all of them. The story, though, is unforgivable. So when they did this, it was like, thank God we're, we're acknowledging that group. Yeah. And they, they kind of redeemed themselves from X-Men 3. That was like the apology for X-Men 3. Yeah. And then after that, Deadpool comes out, classic. It just hit the hit everything about sports. It was the highest grossing rated R movie when it you know what I mean? I think until John Wick uh, yeah. beat it, I think. I think. Don't quote me on that. But I know Deadpool was the highest grossing rated R movie at that time. It was different. It was yeah. something everybody needed. I saw this right before. Where was he at? No, that was Deadpool too. Never mind. Yeah, that was... uh, X-Men Apocalypse. Trash. So oh, we get introduced boy. to the younger versions of Cyclops and uh, so this is like so I guess this is like this is yeah this is like in Days of Future Past was set in the seventies right right X Men Apocalypse supposed to be in eighty so this is what they were doing it's a good concept they're like seventy eighties and then when we get the Dark Phoenix it's supposed to be nineties or something but we're going to get the Dark Phoenix (laughs) Uh, X Men Apocalypse. Trash. Magneto in the movie is like this in the air for 30 minutes in the beginning. 30 minutes. He just... What are you doing? That's it. <sighs> Magneto is too badass to just be standing in the air. The best while... scene The best scene in that movie is when his daughter dies. It's the best scene in the movie. Oh, yeah. It's like the best... That's the best they... scene in the movie. The sad part is they elaborate a little bit more on that kind of action in Dark Phoenix. The rest of the movies, it's just uh, we'll get there. We'll get yeah. there, y'all. Trust X-Men me. Apocalypse is trash. Like I mean, they ruined Apocalypse, bro. Like when him and uh, him and Professor, Professor X are like fighting in their mind and shit. Yeah, that yeah. Tighter than it looked in the trailer. That should do. Like I said, man, Oscar Isaac, great actor. You know what I mean? I think yeah. he had just came off of uh, Force Awakens. You know what I mean? This was I, like so. You know. He's, this was his second big movie because Force Awakens came out in 2015. This came out in 2016. So Oscar Isaac, he's on his role. You know what I mean? Because I remember Oscar Isaac when he was in like Body of Lies. With, yeah, there we go. You know, like, I can make some Oscar, the Robin Hood movie. Now I can make some Oscar Isaac stuff, y'all know. But, you know, like, so shout out Oscar Isaac. But in this movie, bro, you shouldn't have took this, bro. Uh, you shouldn't have took this, bro. I don't. You're better acting than this, bro. They set you up, bro. 
quick it's check. It still doesn't. You look like Mr. Ooze from the Power Rangers movie. Bro. But that's not your fault. Because I remember they, when the first trailer came out, you his skin tone was darker than that. Then they changed it when the movie came out. Because people so, complained like, yo, Apocalypse looks weird, bro. No, he was lighter. That's right. They made him darker. No, they, Which one well, was it? It was either or one of those. It wasn't better. That's that's what yeah. it was. I, and I don't <laughs> want to sound like I'm ranting, y'all, but I remember watching this movie. I saw it in the theater, so. This movie's trash. All right, next. <laughs> Logan. Logan's great. Enough said. I'd recommend watching the black and white version if you like that type of cinema. There's a black and white version? Yeah. Like, I don't have to touch my TV. It just comes like that? Yeah, it comes like that. Got to get on that, man. Yeah. I've only seen Logan once, and it is a great movie. I just... That is a lot to stomach when you're watching that movie. Because they, they, they make everything with so much gravity on that movie compared to the last movie that we just talked about. It's way more serious. Um, way more heavier. Nominated for an Oscar for Best Adapted Screenplay, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Logan. So it was one of the few comic book movies at that time nominated for an Oscar until Black Panther got nominated for Best Picture. Even though I think Logan should have been nominated for Best Picture, even though it wasn't. I think that I think to me that's like the biggest problem with the X Men franchise is that you gotta. There's so many good X Men out there, and and there's so many good storylines. But when you have to cram it down a two hour feature, they get so caught up in that, and they just like shoehorn and shove everything they can that they the story gets disproportionate or even like completely thrown out the window. Right. So when they did Logan, it was like we can focus on Logan, and you know they they didn't they didn't put too many mutants in that thank god yeah, yeah but just, that's what i'm saying yeah they just they focused on him that was it yeah. so after that deadpool 2 now i saw this in the theater before i deployed in winston-salem well i don't need to be telling my location sorry yeah yeah but yeah, yeah. that's where i was at and uh you know me and a couple friends of mine went and saw it i wasn't impressed but it's not trash but i wasn't impressed on this some list. of the jokes didn't work on me some of the jokes didn't work on me so on this list it's one percent higher than the first one yeah uh i, I thought i thought deadpool would have had a higher rotten tomatoes than 65 percent. i thought it had higher than that maybe that's the audience score i don't know well maybe not 65 percent well some people don't like the their comedy was definitely not pc in the both movies so if you're like say. one of those, like, you know, those, you're probably not going to like Deadpool at all. He was the, uh, he's definitely not holding back the punches in any of them. And then finally, the final X-Men, I think this oh. will be the last, this is the final Fox X-Men movie. It's old and favorite right here. These are all Fox, these are all Brushes. Fox produced. He brushes his teeth this shit. It was Dark Phoenix. Yep. And oh boy. Jessica Chastain, let me talk to you for a second. You're a great actress. How did they talk you into doing this movie? It makes me think, it made you look like a terrible actress. Damn. I'm sorry. You were great in Molly's game. But in this movie, you were trash. Holy. And my girl, my girl, 
from Game of Thrones. You know, Sophia Turner, you know. Yeah, that's I didn't, I didn't like your character like until like the last season. You used to get on my nerves in the really good season of Game of Thrones. But you're terrible as um, Jean Grey. I don't even know what that movie was about. Holy. I watched it. I don't, I don't know what it was about. <laughs> It just, oh. it was just. And old girl, you know, I ain't forget yeah. about you, Miss Phone It In now. Miss Phone It In X movies, Mystique. Oh, I mean, oh, Raven. Hell. Don't get you. me wrong. Jennifer Lawrence wasn't, a, in the beginning, Jennifer Lawrence was not a bad cast. She was good. She was good in Days of Future Past. She was good in uh, First Class. That's when she started getting Oscars, and it was like, oh, they wanted me to do another X Men movie. All right. I'll phone it in Apocalypse. I don't even want to be in the makeup. I just want to let y'all know that in in uh, Dark Phoenix, she is not Mystique. She is Katniss Everdeen. <laughs> this movie's trash. They should have never made it. She's just Katniss Everdeen throughout the whole movie. Because the rumor before they made it was like, the actors didn't want to come back. At least Jennifer Lawrence didn't want to come back. So I was like, yo, don't even make it, bro. Y'all just came up Apocalypse. Wasn't that good? Just... Maybe like Oscar Isaacs in Rise of the Skywalker. He was just he was not about any of it. He said, I got a contract, I gotta finish it out. And honestly, the when you're watching this movie, for people that haven't seen it, like when you're watching this movie, that's how it feels. Right. Like you got some people that are like, No, we gotta we gotta keep it together. This, you know. And then like the other half of the cast is like, Can we just end this shit? And what gets me so mad is that some of the action sequences are what you were waiting for for the whole entire series. Like that whole train sequence, Magneto is doing what you thought Magneto should have been doing the whole damn, what you what you wanted to see in Apocalypse, he does it in this movie. He's just like pulling metal out the woodwork and shoving it in your face. Like, ah. what's his name? I mean, I thought, I thought the young Cyclops was cool. Like the guy that plays Cyclops, they never give Cyclops a chance right, right. ever. This whole movie is about Jean Grey, so as much as you want to see that your boy from Ready Player One be an yeah. awesome Cyclops. <sighs> it's going to take Disney to make the MCU to make a good X-Men when they respect the characters enough. You know what I mean? But I'm off that. So yeah, that's 21. 21 and not 27 on their list, X-Men. Now, number 20 is Barbershop. <laughs> I didn't mean to laugh, y'all. I like Barbershop a lot. The first one. you. Community's coming uh, after you, boyfriend. I like, I like the first one. I didn't see. I've seen the first two. I didn't watch Beauty Shop, and I didn't watch the one that came out a couple of years ago. I didn't even. I forgot they made that. But yeah, that's uh, number twenty, man. Shout out, shout out to Ice Cube, man. It's like Ice Cube's Ice. Friday. Yeah, so that's twentieth on their list. <laughs> I don't know if that's better than Die Hard or Aliens, but you know, I don't want to get no trouble from the community. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> real, <laughs> my biasness. Now, number nineteen, they got Rocky. So you got Rocky, Oscar, Oscar winning, Oscar winning. Rocky, classic, no debating. Rocky two, to me, classic. Not as good as the first one, but it's a continuation of the story. You know, that's the rematch. Yeah, the rematch. Boom. Rocky three. Now we're starting to get into the campiness a little bit. You know, we got, you know. Rocky three was my T. favorite. Mr. I T. Pain. Pain. You know, no, like. He straight punched that dude in the face. He punched yeah. Mickey. He killed Mickey, man. 
Killed, killed him, man. Low key. It was his fault. I like Rocky Three. I have reasons. Rocky Three, Clever Lang. Mr. Rocky Three was was good to me because Rocky Rocky Three. They were like that was when that was also when uh in that that's that's the iconic beach running scene. Yeah. That's what um, was, but yeah. no, but for me, honestly, it's not it's not the beach running scene that got me. I was about to say, oh, I was like, hey man, hey. No, no, no. <laughs> I, if I'm right, that's when. Rocky was doing all this commercial stuff. Yeah, yeah. And they were like, "Dude, you're you're not. You need to go back to your roots. Like you're like all of a sudden you're yeah. He came in a ring with Hulk Hogan. Yeah, yeah. And it's and it took Clever Lang to beat the shit out of him. Yeah. And then he's like, "Yo, I need some soul in me. Pause. But I need some soul in me. <laughs> and he went down to see Apollo. Was like, "Yo, you you got to get your rhythm right, homie. Like that's why he's whooping your ass, bro. You ain't got no rhythm. Bro. Get your feet, your footwork right." Like you said, it was running on the beach. And, you know, I think out of all the fights, it's it's, it's not climactic because it's not long. Cause right. He, that's, he, whipped, he whips Club Lang's ass in the end pretty quickly. That's one of those things where they went so hard on the on the moral that it could have ended any way. Yeah. And so, because I don't like the fact that it's like, oh, he's getting tired. He's getting tired. It was like, ah, uh, all right. I, I uh but then let's go to let's go to the next one. Rocky, Rocky four. four. Holy oh now this is the one when Rocky fights communism, man. Straight <laughs> on, man. Now this is the death of Apollo Creed. All right. Now this is gonna come back and play later on on this list, which is great about this franchise. It's probably one of the few franchises that has better continuity if you take out one movie, just one movie, but we're gonna get to that next. <laughs> but Rocky Four, man. Drago, if he dies, he dies. You know this what I mean? Is, like, you know what I'm saying? This is the one so, they show on TBS like all the yeah, time. All the time. In the burning heart. Yo, I love the soundtrack, bro. No, the soundtrack's you know I mean? fire. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know is... all the songs, bro. But yeah, like um, even the, the montage song when he's thinking about Apollo Creed dying, uh uh right after the funeral. Yeah, he's in the car. Bike. It goes through the night and it's like I forgot the song. I need, to, but uh, no, that's it's, it's, it's a weird fire. song to play, but it works. You know what I mean? But the song soundtrack. But this is when Rocky was, the, Rocky was more like a pop. It was more pop then. It was like, yeah, like it. Rocky one and Rocky two were more like dramas. Like they were, you know, Rocky three yeah. and Rocky four are more. It was like, it was more personal in one yeah. and two. And they're more like, it's just like a sports movie at this point. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, you know, montage, you know. Yeah. You know. He's down. These are the ones that I think uh, Sylvester was directing, I think. See, that that makes so much sense. It makes a lot of sense. I think. Don't quote me on that. If it was. Rocky IV, I see here has 40%, and y'all liars, there's more than 40 percent like this movie, bro. Rocky Four Every, is there. Everybody would. I I believe there's a majority of people out there that believe Rocky Four is Rocky One. Yeah, yeah. It's so, definitely not. Because when I look at your list and you have Rocky Five, which is next, and that's at 55 percent bullshit. How? Bullshit. How? Rocky Five. All of a sudden, he can't talk anymore. He's like. He's got stupid again. He sounds like he sounded rocky. He lost all his money. Lost all his money, and he's back to living in the keys in the ghetto. 
He's living in the slums again. He's he's like talking like. And then the, the that movie's trash. The the plot like I it's like you saw what they were trying to do, but then it was just oh, and then this time he's taking it to the streets. Yeah, I think that was A that's why people fight. don't even mention Rocky Five that much because yeah. you're like I don't even remember that. Yeah, because it didn't take place in the ring. The yeah. ring was the streets. Step Jam Vendetta all over again. So after that, it took a 16-year hiatus. And he brought back Rocky Balboa. And it's a continuation. This retcons Rocky Five, because there's no mention of it. The retcons Rocky Five. That shit. That needs he doesn't, he's not rich, but he has his, he owns his own restaurant. Adrian's past. Um Burton Young hadn't passed yet. He was in this. Yeah, he was. Wasn't he? Some of the, the black trainer? No. Um, Adrian's brother was in this, wasn't he? He wasn't Oh, Paulie? No, yeah, yeah Paulie, think... right? He was in this, Paulie. right? Uh, no, I think he, he he was in there. Yeah, he was in Rocky Mountain. I think. I, was that movie once. I feel bad. I should notice. No, he wasn't. He wasn't. He was dead, too. Well. I think. Well. That was... That was kind of the point of the story in this one. He was struggling yeah, to, to keep going, yeah. especially but without Adrian. Movie, uh, Antonio Tarver, a uh, famous boxer, actually played the boxer in this. Rocky Balboa is good, man. It got back kind of like it's like a hybrid of Rocky Two and Rocky Three as far as the tone. Um, and uh, it's a good movie. It's a good movie. It was still believable him in the ring being that old. Yeah, this was a. It was at the time. It was a good way to to finish it because because Rocky Five is not like the great. It, it what people felt like that wasn't the way you end. Yeah, the legacy that was created prior. So yeah. he made Rocky Balboa, even though we were all like, "You sure, man?" Yeah, yeah, you look a little old, bro. Definitely, uh, closes that door or it closes. It, it it served as a good end because honestly, nobody was expecting anything Rocky related to come out afterward. And by the way, y'all, grudge match is not part of the Rocky universe, all right? That's Are you a sure? That's a standalone film. I thought that was like a what-if scenario. No, it will. No, I already knew. I already knew that wasn't one of them. I just made it. I just made an idiot. That <laughs> well, all right, so then next we get Creed and Creed 2. I ain't got to tell anyone. Uh, everybody knows this. I love Creed. I love Creed too. Creed. Creed's great, man. That's a great movie, man. Yeah. Was, Sylvester was, Stallone got nominated for an Oscar. He should have won it. But old boy won it for uh, that trash Spielberg movie, man. You know what man. I mean? No. Um, Mark Rylance. Oh. He won it instead of Balboa, man. But he was Ryan Lance was good in that movie, but whatever, man. I'm hating. I'm hating. <laughs> I'm hating. Bro. Sylvester Stallone, man. He got nominated for Oscar, man. This is a great movie, man. Great performances from both, man. Tessa this Thompson movie? was looking good. Tessa was a good Thompson. movie, man. I love Tessa Thompson. Yeah. Creed 2 was good. You got a serious Drago. We make Drago. Drago was like a they made Drago look like comical and like 
he wasn't taken serious in Rocky Four, but in Creed Two, you know what I mean. Dolph Lundgren doing like a drama piece. He's he's acting, bro. He's acting in it. I feel, I feel bad because Rocky Four is the most memorable role that Dolph Lundgren was. If anybody, nobody, I don't know any other. I do know a couple of Dolph Lundgren movies, but for somebody that's not up on movies, you only know him from that movie, and he's way more than that. Yeah. So I'm glad they utilized him. Yeah, he's actually got the act and the dynamic between him and his son was even more powerful. Like you, you felt for the bet the, the quote unquote antagonist, you felt for him. So at the end fight, when he throws the towel, it's like a call back to like so many movies, bro. It's a call yeah. back to the movie with him. Rocky, you know, Creed two is better than y'all think, bro. Now I was deployed when I watched this. The funny story, when we went to see Creed 2 the first time, I went by myself, they played Creed 1. And everybody's in there like, yo, this is the first one, bro. So, <laughs> so Wait. Came, yeah. And, they uh, they yeah. thought it was Creed 2? Or no, they just... said Creed 2. We're going to see Creed 2. We're sitting in Creed 2 at Bering, right? T-O-O. They, they start playing Creed, the first movie. And everybody's looking at each other like, so they're like, oh, we ain't got the movie yet. So I came back two days, me and Villatoro, and we actually saw uh, Free 2. That's when you got to look back, like, what you mean you don't have it yet? How you going? That's false advertisement. Yeah, yeah. You do yeah. know this is Creed, right? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's Rocky at 1918, James Bond. I mean, I'm not going through all these movies. No, I. I, I James Bond is pretty obvious. Yeah. Um, I mean, not to mention that it's a lot of forking movies. Yeah, yeah. I've Man, seen I, all of them. Yeah. No, yeah. no shame. James some Bond, of them are. I mean, there's nothing you bad you can say about James Bond. Even the bad movies still have something good in them. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, you can take. Brosnan still there. my favorite because I have a soft spot for Goldeneye. Even though I don't think he has the best movies. Nah. Unfortunately, but he was Golden Eye and probably Tomorrow Never Dies is probably his best two. I don't know. The other two are trash, but it became I'm, like music music video fodder. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so, you know, these are um, if you look up like the best order to watch uh James Bond movies, they actually have an order like they do with Star Wars. Like, there's a way you can watch it to where it all if you look if they're if you if you put that they're all the same, right. Mm-hmm. They're all 007, right? And, like, it doesn't matter who the actor is. So, obviously, you would start off with Casino Royale. That's not the way he did it. Last time I looked at it. And then they, they kind of, act, there actually is a way to watch it in order. I don't know where I was at. I think it's a YouTube video. But they break it down as, like, the order that all these movies would go in to watch them in order. Golly. Yeah. But, yeah, that's uh, on their list. It's in the top 20 out of the 27. I would think it would be top 10. I mean, it's, it's probably one of the most famous on this list. Speaking of, they're made that they delayed. I mean, that thing's been delayed forever, but we, we, he's doing his last one, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, what's, what's it called? Um, not, not a day to die or something like that. Not the time to die. Uh, yeah. Somebody's dying. Yeah. Never they die delayed it. Yeah. We'll it's not never die alone. No, that's you know what it, that's a DMX movie. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's definitely not a James Bond movie. That's a, 
It's clearly not a James Bond movie. Oh boy. David Arquette DMX. Oh God. <laughs> or is it never it is never die alone? Is it no, it's back it's back? never die alone. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Never back down's the UFC fighting movie. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Daniel Craig's um James Bond. Like I told you, Casino Royale, I just watched that. That thing's good, man. It made me want to watch Quantum of Solace right out of the way. I was like, yo, like I want to watch Quantum of Solace now. Like, it's that good. Like it makes you want to watch. And then when you watch Quantum of Solace, it's like, damn, they they ruined this alley. <laughs> it's crazy. Martin Campbell, the director of Goldeneye, he also did uh he also did um, Casino Royale. Just did so, it. He made a he made two good like with two different yeah. James Bonds, but he directed two different. He said, "I gotta redeem myself." Yeah, yeah, I gotta show him I'm capable of doing more. Yeah, he also directed uh, Green Lantern, but you know we don't we don't go there. We don't go there. All right, so above James Bond, they got Batman. Of Frank. course. I mean, you got to do it. You know what I mean? Because you have to. Batman's been like, I mean, low key, the first four are all in the same universe. Wait, yeah, the first four. Shoot. Well, not the first four, dude. Not not Batman sixty six, but Batman eighty nine to Batman and Robin. Sorry, but yeah. That odd transformation. Yeah. Well, we'll get more into Batman. I mean, everybody knows those. You know? Yeah, I'm not gonna. Yeah, we're not gonna go deep dive until like maybe the Batman movie comes out, and then we can go deep dive, yeah. and then we can kind of break down like the best Batmans because we're gonna have a good, good size of different actors. You know, Batman is low key like James Bond now. So many different actors play Batman. You got Michael Keaton, Val Kilmer, George Clooney, Christian Bale, Ben Affleck, now Ryan Pat- Robert Pattinson. So you got a lot yeah, it echoes to the generations. Yeah, you got a lot of cinematic. Um, uh, I'm about to say James Bonds, but uh, Batman's. So yeah, they got that. It's just um, James Bond with a mask. I don't know if I put that over James Bond in a whole, but Batman's more popular. I don't know. Well, yeah. So they have a tie at 16, Hannibal Lecter. And Planet Jesus. of the Apes. Yeah. And then Planet of the Apes. Now, Hannibal Lecter. Hannibal Lecter, you got Manhunter with, um, whatchamacallit? Uh, Brian. Brian, Brian. Oh. I'm blanking. I am not name. familiar with this one. Yeah, but this is a original one. And then with Brian, uh, let me get my phone out. He plays, <laughs> he's an X-Men too. I used to know his name, Brian. Uh, he's also in that uh, Succession. Uh, I'll say most people are familiar with Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, but man, I don't know about like. Yeah, it's a ninety-two percent. It's directed by Michael Mann. Oh, so this guy, okay, the yeah. guy that plays William Stryker and Brian Cox. Too. Yeah, Brian Cox. Everybody's supposed to know who Brian Cox is. He's like one of the famous like character actors ever. He's like in everything, bro. But yeah, he was uh he plays he was the original Hannibal Elector in the Michael Mann version, Manhunter. And then you get Silence of the Lambs, everybody's seen that. I think it's one of the few movies to win what? 
win in every category, in every acting, in every major category. We won at the Oscars. Hello, Clarice. And you got Hannibal. I think that's the one with Julianne Moore, right? Yes. As uh, uh, Clarice, Red Dragon. Uh, That's uh, Ray Fiennes. Ray Fiennes plays, is in that, as like some other character. He's the Red Dragon. Ray Fiennes is the Red Dragon. I was going to say, yeah, he's he is the antagonist. He yeah. is the red dragon. And then I didn't see Hannibal Rising. Sorry, y'all. Yeah. It's honestly the uh, it's weird to call it a franchise, but it is a franchise, but it's it just you use the same actor in all almost all of them, except for the first one. This franchise has like major gaps. Yeah. Like the timeline is all up screwed the... because I think Red Dragon, he's not arrested yet. He's like helping the police, right? Right. Correct. So, yeah, they got a TV series based off Hannibal Lecter now. So. Apparently, it's pretty solid. Yeah. All so right. that's tied at sixteen with Planet of the Apes. Now, which planet? All right. So they're putting all of these together. Interesting. Um, yeah, I'm, I hate to say it, but like I didn't. I wouldn't do that. I would put the original ones together, and then I would separate them with the new ones that came out because. They're totally. So, I don't think they're in the same universe at all. I was gonna say first, like the Tim Burton version doesn't count for anything. No, it doesn't <laughs> count. That shouldn't even be on this list. That one is uh, trash. Woke. They paid. <laughs> they have so first many big t- name actors playing apes and gorillas. Tim Burton is the he director. He went practical too. Shout out to him though. You know, he tried to say, you know. I don't really have Marky Mark. To I'll be honest, bro. I've seen the original Planet of the Apes, but I haven't watched all these. I'll be honest. With you. No, I haven't seen them either. I've seen the original, I've... and I've seen all the new ones, but I'm not really Planet of the Apes is not really like, not my thing. Y'all. So, I don't. I, I mean, I don't have no tie to it. Like to put it at 16 above, like Die Hard or James Bond, Batman. Like it doesn't mean that much to me. This would be in my low tier. Be honest with you, uh, but that's my opinion as far as franchises. You know what I mean? But it's 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 influential. You know? What no, I mean? it's definitely it's definitely a good series. It's a, I mean, if that's your shit, that is your shit. And I've I've seen the first two, two or three. I seen okay, scratch that. I've seen the first two or three of the new wave of Planet of the Apes. They actually yeah, I saw if that's how. Yeah. No, it, they're actually really good. It's just not my thing. Yeah, I liked Rise. I liked Dawn. I didn't like uh, what is it, War? Yeah. Apes. I didn't like. I didn't like how the villain got killed. I, I, <laughs> but um, I didn't like how Woody Harrelson got killed. Man, it was weird. We'll but, come um, back to it. Yeah, so. We'll do a, a review on that one. Yeah. I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind because I I don't remember that one. So we're in, we're getting into the top fifteen, basically. Star Trek. So. Woo! I'm not going through all these movies. I'm not a Trekkie. I'm a Star Wars guy, so I'm biased anyway. But you know, Wrath of Khan, the original Star Trek, which one? I like Generations, First Contact. Um, you got to be into this, man. Star Trek, you got to be into that. Me, I'm not into that, bro. I'm a Star Low Wars key. guy, bro. But Star Star Trek's actually decent 
but yeah, he's you're right. It, you got to be into it. But it actually is really good. Yeah, so I'm watching that. Go ahead. I, I think where it is on in the top fifteen, I think it should be up this high because a lot of people love this, and it act, there are some good movies, even if you don't like Star Trek. Or not a big fan of it, but go ahead. I do I think cut you off. No, you're fine. Uh, the thing I remember with Star Trek, I mean, I don't. This would be it's almost blasphemy to say this, but in relations to Star Wars, because everybody gets them confused a little bit some from time to time. But Star Trek is a uh, there. It's not Captain. Uh, it's not Captain Kirk throughout the whole series of Star Trek. Some people like I grew up in the Picard era, which is Patrick Stewart. I, I knew of Captain Kirk, but I didn't. I didn't grow up with Captain Kirk. Yeah, I was Picard. Yeah. When they did the new one with uh, Chris Pine, that was a pretty good for people that haven't even jumped into Star Trek. That's a good jumping point, right yeah, there. Yeah, it's a good way to like get into it. But it has a lot of Star Wars influences in it, so you know, Star Trek the- fans notice that more than you know, like this isn't Star Trek. I'll definitely say the. That lap was it into the darkness? No. Beyond. Was it beyond? Yeah. The last one they did was actually really good. That was yeah. actually more in tune with the typical Star Trek. Than yeah. The yeah, I like that one. That was the one with Idris Elba was like the antagonist, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. I didn't like Into the Dark Into Darkness, but I like Star Trek Beyond. And I like the original. Not the original, but the two thousand nine Star Trek. Two thousand nine. We gotta revisit that year. There's a lot of good movies that came out two thousand nine. If you go back. 2009. 2009 is pretty solid. Yes, yeah, solid. Yeah. Star Trek was that. That was a good Star Trek. That that was good because, like I said, that one. If you're not used to either Captain Kirk or just Star Trek in general, it was a good jump off point. Like this is what you can expect from a Star Trek episode. Obviously, not the ones from like 79 because it, it's a TV show as well. Mm-hmm. But. The the humor, the dialogue, the the tone, and like how the story goes, it's like oh, this is why this isn't Star Wars, and it's actually pretty decent, and I can see why people would be hyped for it. So, whoa, but yeah, Star Trek. Shout out Zoe Saldana too, man. She did Avatar and Star Trek same year. We lost really. Yeah, they both came out '09. We lost. Uh, what's his name? Oh. um the Russian kid. There was a guy that was playing. The kid that was. Always, yeah, I know you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, Chekhov. Right. We um, lost him. He died earlier yeah. for that third movie. Yeah, recipes. So. 13 Millennium Series. Oh, this is uh, like the girl with the dragon tattoo and all that. Yeah, so, go. I'm not. Uh, it depends which version you like. What is. This is high, man. 13? I guess they're basing it off the Rotten Tomato average. Spiderweb was good. I didn't see that. Was it good? Was it yeah, good? no, that's that's definitely entertaining. Dragon Tattoo, I remember it was controversial because I don't even know what that was controversial for. Well, the fact that they made it right at, like, two years after the other, the, you know, the original version came out. Mm-hmm. Then David Fincher never made another one. They wouldn't. They wouldn't give him. I like the one with Daniel Craig. They never gave him another one, man. And then, and then it's like, he just sat there. You know what I mean? So 
That's why okay. I didn't check out Spider's Web. I was like, you know, I kind of wanted to see the Daniel Craig version move on, but so that's what detracted me from it. But, I mean, that's at that's 13. Cool. I don't want to spend too much on it. Yeah, number 12 is Ocean's Eleven. Hey, here we go. This is your lane. Oh, but they show Ocean's Eight as the fifth one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is this a franchise? Is it really? I mean, it's four movies Ocean's Eleven, Ocean's Twelve, Ocean's Thirteen, Ocean's Eight. I mean, it's a franchise. They went above it. I mean, Ocean's Eight. Ocean's Eight has characters that's in the other three. It expands on the yeah. on the universe, I guess. Yeah. I don't know Look. if it should be this high with only four movies. But. I'm a little bothered by that. Like, I don't know how to feel about that. It's good, but I never thought it was a franchise. I just thought it was just good movies. I mean, they're all. I mean, what's your definition of a franchise? It's, just, it's a, a group of movies that tell us the same story or expand on a story that was created in the first movie. So if we started Ocean's Eleven, Ocean's Twelve expands on Ocean's Eleven, Ocean's Thirteen expands on Ocean's Twelve, then Ocean's Eight is built off all three, with mentions of characters, with one of the characters related to character from the first three. So it's like a quality a, over quantity kind yeah. of thing. It's just they don't have that many movies. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> oh boy, the next one on this list is the Muppets. Yeah, we're, we're skipping. <laughs> Shout out the Muppet Christmas Carol is the only one I care about, bro. I mean, it, it, it Muppets is dev, is obviously I mean, a franchise. The yeah, the Muppets are a lot of good Muppets movies. But um, yo, wow, nah, I don't care. We, we can see it. That one kind of speaks for itself. Yeah, it's the Muppets. That's a love. So we're going to the top ten, and they're starting off with it's a ten, a, a tie at ten, tiebreakers. And Indiana, and Indiana Jones. Jones. Wow. wow. <laughs> These were the ones they chose to do the tiebreaker for. Spider-Man and right. Indiana Jones. Could you get could you get any more? All right. You know what? Let's just roll with it. Let's do it. All right, so let's break this down. All right, so I'm gonna break this down a little so you got Raiders of the Lost Ark, you know, Temple of Doom, Last Crusade, Crystal Skull. And I'm going to pick, I'll pick four movies to go up against that out of Spider-Man. So we can be fair here. I'm going to pick Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2, The Amazing Spider-Man, <laughs> and I'm going to choose Spider-Man... Far, uh, far, uh, far from, from home. Go, yeah. go from home. Just go. Yeah, I'm gonna choose those four to go up against those four. And I still, we respect. I, I think. I think Indiana so, Jones still wins. Uh, you know, but the first Spider-Man was was okay. We it's like X-Men. We respect it because yeah. it's the first that right. gave oh, us gee. Spider-Man Two, which Spider-Man Two is the goat. Yeah, Spider-Man Two is the best. Just like X-Men, the second movie was the best one. Great villain and a great storyline with the heroes. You know, that's Tobey Maguire's best performance as Spider-Man. Every other Spider-Man after that one, it's like we just wanted to see something new. Like, it wasn't even, 
I don't even think I want I like doing homecoming was okay because we needed something for the big picture, the big bigger picture. Far from home was cool because we finally got like Mysterio. You know, like that's that's what I'm saying. Whenever I go to see a Spider-Man movie now, it's just kind of like who's the villain? Oh, we we kind of saw him in the last movie. I don't really want to see it that much. But <laughs> in the end, Spider-Man, Spider-Man three, Spider-Man three. I remember when that came out. Like yo, they oh, saw the was... symbiote Spider-Man. This black suit. I was like, oh, this movie about to be. Saw that in theaters. Yo, they ruined Venom. Yo, Topher Grace's Venom? That was already a red flag. I should have known better. There were so many red flags that they... I heard that there was supposed to be so much more from that. That was supposed to be the jump off. And because they were denied so many things, they... I'm not going to say they they decided to botch the movie, but they didn't put as much effort. Yeah, because it was supposed to be Spider-Man 4. I think three and four were supposed to kind of run together. You know, like most trilogies end, or not trilogies, but, you know, the, yeah. the, the climax always ends with a, like a two-parter. You know what I mean? That might have went way over budget in the planning, and they were like, no, it stops at three. And so he was like, okay, because uh, anybody that's actually watched, it's it's just like Batman and Robin. When you're a little kid and you're watching it, you're like, oh, my God, they got all these cool things. When you're an adult, you're like, I went to the theaters to yeah, see yeah. this. Yeah. And then they took a five-year hiatus, made amazing the Amazing Spider-Man. Now I liked the first one. Really? Yeah, I did. I did. All right. Wow. Okay. All right. I liked it. Andrew Garfield. He sold it. Uh, I liked the dynamic between him and um, Emma Stone. Emma Stone is Mary Jane. Like it worked for me, man. Like what can I say, bro? Like it worked. Like I like cool. seeing uh, the lizard. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I was glad to see a new villain, and I was yeah. glad to see a different, not a not a MJ, and just a different dynamic. But yeah. I don't go back to it. Oh, right. it wasn't. It wasn't. She was playing Mary Jane, wasn't she? No. Oh, she was. She was. Uh, <laughs> she was Gwen Stacy. That's right, Gwen Stacy. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm tripping, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. So that was, that was that's right. They that's that was, right. They went with that storyline. My fault. Right. That was what made it. That's what made it. That's the only thing that made it interesting to me. I was like, "Oh, so it's not MJ. Great. It's not. Uh, they did the lizard finally, and then they did the second one. And I went to the theaters to watch that. I don't the second one. I actually liked the end of the second one when they actually commit to killing Ren Stacy. I was like, "Oh shit! Y'all followed the comic book. Like, yeah. Shout out to y'all for doing that. Yeah. I mean, that whole second one was. I I hate to say because then I, then I start reevaluating whether I'm even, whether I'm even supposed to like these movies. Like. That whole second one is like for kids, like you know what I mean. In in terms of like the action, and the the it's colorful as heck. All the action happens like the action's pretty decent. Um, but I mean, I that movie would have been good, man. They could have really changed the game, man. Going to like sinister sinister stick sinister six because they were setting it up in the trailers, man. That little man in the hat was going through the room, and you see yeah. all the little cases of like everybody's like. Sinister sticks. Yeah, yeah no, trust me. They got. No, I know. I just. I thought it was funny that blended to it. Yeah, they had Doc Ock. They had the Vulture. Yeah. They had. You know, they had the things. Uh, Signal Craven. Yeah. I was like, dang man, but Jar just couldn't stick the landing, man. Y'all put too many villains in the Spider-Man Two, man. Amazing Spider-Man. Like they didn't learn from Spider-Man Three. Exactly, man. Not to mention they they shoehorned Green Goblin in there. Why? And it wasn't, I, I wasn't impressed by the design. 
then the rhino came in at the end. Oof. Oh, that movie had so much promise, bro. Because I don't know if they showed it in a movie, but there's a deleted scene or there is a, a how Norman Osborn looked mm-hmm. as uh, how he looked. Because I don't think they ever showed him in, no. the, in the theatrical version. He was but they, they had like, this is how he would have looked. And that shit looked creepy as a motherfucker, man. Like they, they actually turned him into a goblin. The way they, they were changing his makeup and everything. Right. I would have been interested. Ah, oh, man, they had good ideas. That's when Sony had good ideas. They just couldn't stick the landing, bro. Like, <laughs> Spider Man Homecoming. I don't really want to include this in Spider Man, but I guess you got to. But because it's MCU That's- to me. But I didn't like Homecoming, man. It was okay, man. I, I, I like my Spider Man's a certain way. I like my Spider Man's with confidence. I don't like like the I don't like the day one joints, man. With Spider Man, high schooly. Yeah, it's that's just me, man. It's just the Spider Man I'm used to. That was a it was a Spider Man for the times. It, I mean, this Spider Man is the one that works for this generation. Yeah, that's what's funny about watching, and it's like that with any of these franchises. That's what's funny about watching them is when you see a different actor, you're like, oh wow, people really went for that back then. Yeah, it gives you like. Gives you, it lets you know what it was like back then. Like, yeah, we can do that. Right. We was feeling that one. And then Far From Home, I liked it. Jake Gyllenhaal, you know, he did his thing. You know what I mean? It's, it's straight. It's a body numbers MCU movie, but it works for me. I mean, I wasn't opposed to it. I wasn't thinking it was trash. I actually like that better than Homecoming. So that's me. Yeah, I like that one better than Homecoming. I mean, Hall, man, you got to get you an Oscar one day, man. I, I just watched Nightcrawler the other day. He was good as fucking that. You just now seen that I, one? I watched it again. Like, oh, okay. Like, I ain't seen this in a while. No, that, that movie's good as shit. Yeah. I was like, damn, man, you ain't won no Oscar yet, bro. I'm going to lost this shit. Yeah, man. It scared the hell out of me. It was just, I had a moment, though, because when it ended, I was like, I thought he got caught at the end. So I guess I was. No. I was like, yo, it ends like this? I was like, That's, I was a little mad. I was like, I need like another 30 minutes of this. Bro. That moment when the, the villain from Spider-Man is with the villain from Venom. <laughs> and he kills. <laughs> oh. I'm surprised they include Venom in this Spider-Man verse. Honestly, it's the only reason. It's one of the only few reasons people still hold on to Spider-Man movies. Like, maybe they'll put Venom in this one. No, man. Yeah. But they're slowly answering that one, so. Indiana Jones. I don't have to say much about these, man. No, that... three, three great movies, man. <laughs> uh, and don't forget your Crystal. favorite one. Yeah, and then Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. You know what I mean? It's trash. I mean, uh, everybody knows that, though. It's okay. This is a George Lucas written, Steven Spielberg for directed, let me stop. George like, Lucas produced, written, produced, Steven Spielberg directed, and it's bad. I feel like they had different visions, but they were like, this is what works now. And it's like, yeah, but that sucks, but it works now. And they threw it in this movie. My thing is, is like, that's what works. My thing <laughs> is, this is, this has like that prequel juice on it, like the Star Wars prequel juice mm-hmm. on this. And it, you would think Steven Spielberg would be able to be like, yo, George, I know what I'm doing. Just 
but he wasn't able to do that with this. It was like, yo, he let George, like, hey, hey, you want these flying little monkeys and shit? Go ahead. Man. Yeah. And for that, folks, we have a perfectly good scene of Shia LaBeouf swinging with the monkeys. I think Spielberg was like, hey, man, this is what he wanted. I'm just, direct. I'm here to direct, you know, this time. You know what I mean? Like, he said, "I just, I just want to do more Oscar bait." Yeah. This was, this was my fucking. This is, <laughs> this is the movie that gives me the fucking ticket. <laughs> All right. It was our first podcast? Was it our first podcast? I said, I made a statement. I said, he hasn't had a good movie since like right after this. Like this is like <laughs> the end of Steven Spielberg's career. Like, Steven, one more. He stopped making like commercial movies, yeah. and he started making yeah. Oscar baits and Bridges Spies and stuff. This was like the beginning of end for him. So, all right. Yeah, Indiana Jones. It's still, it's still good. The next Star Wars. Can we, can we talk about how they went from ten and then skipped to eight? Oh uh, no, because ten was a tie, so they counting ten, ten, ten. So they counting the ten nine. That's fair. Yeah. Everybody. So then Star Wars. Star I mean, Wars is Star... eight. yeah. We, yeah. We, we... Star Wars, Wars speaks for itself. Yeah, I'm not gonna get to. Um, I'm gonna say that one. We're gonna have a Star Wars like conversation one day, and I get more in yeah. depth. But I'm just saying, this is the original Star Wars, great movie. Empire Strikes Back, great movie. Turn of the Jedi, great movie. Episode one has some great scenes in it. It's misunderstood. Attack of the Clones is trash, <laughs> but. It has some good lore <laughs> stuff in there. I'm a lore guy. It has some good lore stuff in there. It makes me trash. The funny thing about the prequels that everybody, the prequels are like, you might lose some friends. That's all I'm saying. Like, that's what makes me laugh. Now that we have three full trilogies of Star Wars, it's like the prequels is that mid ground, even though it's the prequels. It's like, which one did you like though? It's like, I don't know if we could be friends if you like this one. I, I like all of them, but man. Yeah. No, you're right. Attack of the Clones is the worst. I don't know. It's between Attack of the Clones and Revenge of uh, the uh, Rise of Skywalker. was the worst two. That's the worst movie. But Phantom Menace gets more because it's nostalgic. And then the Darth Maul fight saves it at the end. So it saves it. Attack of the Clones really ain't got much. I mean, there's stuff I like in there. Like the Obi-Wan Kenobi, like detective little detective. Storyline, I like that because he's actually going out doing shit. But as an all, you spend too much time with Hayden and Natalie, and they have no chemistry. Yeah, no, they just. But we'll get cut, into that later. Revenge of the Sith, cutting pairs with the Force. Revenge of the Sith is a great movie, man. I don't give what you say. No, Revenge of the Sith, that was the yeah, that was the shit. I went to the movies to see that. I didn't see uh, that. Was Hayden Christensen's best performance? I think that was the first time I binge watched a thing. Yeah. If you watch it in order, you would watch it. Revenge of the Sith, then you would watch uh, uh, Rogue. You would watch Han Solo really first, and then you would watch Rogue One. Right. Uh, Han Solo's trash. Solo, a Star Wars movie story, trash. Rogue One was great. Rogue I think, One's good. Um, I think Solo was good if it's not a Star Wars. If you don't look at it as a Star Wars movie. But it, they call it. it a Star Wars story. So uh, it's trash. 
Thank you. Thank you again. Going back to the three star. Yes. <laughs> if it's not a Star Wars story, like, but the title says yeah, Solo, a Star Wars story. No, it's not. It's a solo Star Wars. <laughs> the deep fake, though, is tight. <laughs> yeah, props to the guy that did that deep fake. Yeah. That was, that's what we saw in our minds. Matter of fact, I'll talk about Solo right now because I don't plan to talk about it in our Star Wars kind of stuff. We're going to talk more about the trilogy and stuff. Solo is trash. All right. I'm going to tell you why it's trash. The actor, I feel bad for you, bro. You know, it's not your fault. I mean, there was a lot of rumors coming out that you needed an acting coach on set. Maybe because he was trying too hard to emulate Harrison Ford. But that's not your fault. They should have never made this movie. I want to see the Phil and Lord version. Yeah, I wanted to know. I want to see that version. I know it's not, it doesn't exist, even though they shot like, they reshot almost the whole fucking movie. So maybe it does exist, just unedited. But I would love to see like the tone they had. You know, but once again, Khaleesi, you know, if it's not Game of Thrones, you look terrible, you know, I don't blame you, you know. You know, it's not your fault, I guess. You know, but and then you shoehorn Darth Maul in at the end, which yeah. makes no fucking sense. That's what and I'm why saying. Does he, and why does he open his lightsaber? But see, that's what I'm saying. Like, that whole movie acted on, like, a, no, it was just a whole separate story. And then you had to throw in things like Darth Maul for whatever reason to be like, oh, yeah, by the way, this is canon to Star Wars. Other than that, it's just like a, it's just a guy that is trying to find his way. You're on a hologram. We, we know it's you, but for the audience, just in case you don't know, see? Bzz, bzz, oh, why? Why? Yeah, Houseway. But then again, if you go to Rise, Rise of Skywalker logic, logic, you could probably send it through the hologram. But we're going to get to that. Um, well, not today. but <laughs> Some other time. We're going to get to that. But yeah, so that's trash. But Rogue One, I like that. You know what I mean? No, Rogue One was good. I don't know why. We finally I finally got to see Vader. Like, yeah, instead of an animated version, we got to see him live yeah. for a brief moment. That was worth it. No, that was just Rogue One was definitely just made differently. It was not meant. It doesn't even. It doesn't even start off the same. <laughs> I got those as loafers. It doesn't even start off the same. It doesn't even start off like any of them. It was like, no, this is not. They they're building off. What's funny is they're going more in that direction now. We'll, right. we'll, we'll get into that. I don't want to. Yeah, we, we're not going to, like, because I, I can speak an hour about this. But, yeah, you know, so that's, I mean, it deserves to be in the top ten. It's the most, it's one of the most highest grossing, you know what I mean? My interesting thing is, this is at number eight. What's above it? I'm thinking, I'm, let's make a guess. I'm guessing maybe Godfather, Jurassic Park. <laughs> no, you're I mean, not going to like it. I'm not gonna like it. I, I, because I already the went. Hunger I went game? through it. The Hunger Games, <laughs> the both we... Star Wars, my nigga. I mean, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's... I'm sorry. That's... I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. Now, I did not mean to now, say that. I'm now we have that. to put a disclaimer. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> now we have to put a disclaimer on these podcasts. That's. <laughs> I'm laughing because, like, <laughs> that really pissed you off that Hunger Games came after Star Wars. I mean, Hunger I was just, 
Hunger Games. Yeah, it goes above Godfather. It goes above. Oh Lord. Sorry, sorry about my language. That was like a Ryan knows. That's like my like persona, like off <laughs> camera. I just you know. Oh, <laughs> I had a moment. I had a moment, but got the cameras recording. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't even. To be honest with you, I don't even want to go through the Hunger Games. I've seen them all. Yeah. Um, cause they're they're good. I'm pretty. They're sure. not bad movies. This is for Mark and Jay. Yeah. Mark and Jay Part Two. Yeah. If you but, want to uh, fight me over the fact that I ain't go in on Hunger Games, well, I'm sorry. Yeah, it should not be above Star Wars. That's, Who's whatever, man? I'm skipping that. It works, but I it's we're we're it, honestly it's because we're coming off of these franchises that have like at least nine, five, at least five movies, four to five movies. I mean, I Hunger you... Games again. I think that's your same thing you had with like Ocean's Eleven. It's only if you don't count Ocean's Eight, it's only three movies. You know what I mean? So I, was, I can't. I can't. It, they're good movies. I actually like some, but I just we're, yeah. I like the first two actually the most. All right, so the next one. The oh, oh god! Honestly, I feel like with that one we need to have a separate. Yeah, that's a separate. Because I want to break down the MCU and tell you it's probably not as good as you think it is. I know we should. I know we should probably elaborate more, but the the lists. Yeah. All of I'll these. I'll just have... go through the movies, and we'll, we'll go through the MCU. MCU will be a better. Iron Man, Incredible Hulk. Iron Man, yeah, Iron that's, Man 2, Thor. They're, they're bringing everybody in here. Captain America, the first Avenger, the Marvel's Avengers. Yeesh. Iron Man 3, Thor, the Dark World. Like, low-key, like, the first the phase one is trash. If you if you step back and not be, like, like... Uh, no, no, I agree. Phase one is the most tra- the worst movies out of. Phase two is probably the second. They said we have to do this if we want to get to the bigger picture. Yeah. Like, you could take a lot of these movies out. Like, when I binge watch the MCU, I skip Incredible Hulk. I skip Iron Man 2. I skip Iron Man. I've been watching it so many times, I don't need to see it. But if I'm, like, if I need to watch this, I'll be like, right, I'm going to watch Iron Man, Thor, the first Avenger, Avengers. I'm skipping Iron Man 3, Dark World. Then I watch Winter Soldier, Galaxy, Guardians of the Galaxy. Depending on how I feel, I might skip Age of Ultron. I always skip Age of Ultron. Uh, I want, depending on how I feel, I might watch Ant Man, Civil War, Doctor Strange. I'm sometimes I skip Volume Two of Guardians of the Galaxy. I skip Homecoming. <laughs> I skip Thor Ragnarok. Sometimes I skipped I all skip the Thor Black movies. Panther. I watch Infinity War. I skipped Ant Man and the Wasp. I watched Captain Marvel. To be fair, Ant Man and the Wasp was actually really good. Yeah, it's a good movie. I just you know, it's a movie I don't need to see again. Captain Marvel, you can skip that one. Yeah, y'all can fight me. Yeah, but, I mean it's not a good movie. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's not a bad movie, but it's just it's too. Y'all much can of, fight me. It's too, much, <laughs> it's too much. It's too much of. Uh, it's too much of her in it. <laughs> I like. I, I hope they do get to see this because all I can just. It's just too much. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I'm only hoping maybe the audience will know what that means, but I'm I'm confused. It's like a point. I don't know. I don't know. It's too much of yeah. It's too much of Brie Larson in it. Like her like per, per personality, bro. 
I got it. I got it. That's fine. Yeah, MCU as number eight or nah, number we will, six. We'll make another one. We'll make yeah, a whole we'll separate do, and we'll let y'all know about yeah, that we'll one. We'll do a Star Wars one because I know y'all want to see. Everybody wants to know everybody's opinions on certain like Star Wars, MCU, yeah. things like that. So after that is born the Born franchise. Um, hmm. I've seen the first three. I did see Legacy. It's not bad, but I know that it's like you, because we grew up like as they were being made. I didn't. I, to me, it's like Ocean's Eleven. I don't know how to. No, nah, but so, all right. So I grew up. Uh, two thousand two. I'm in. Matt Damon. I'm in the. <laughs> I'm going into my junior year of high school. So I'm pretty old enough when this comes out. Born Identity. Tight. Seeing Matt Damon. You know what I mean? Because my, my favorite Matt Damon movie up to 2002 was probably the talented Mr. Ripley. I'm a weirdo. I like different movies. but All right. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Digging in the crates. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not knocking you. It's just like I was gonna say, Legend of the Back Advance. Oh God, no! (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Good Will Hunting, I guess. Well, yeah, Born Identity was good, man. Born Supremacy is good. Like the thing about those movies, like he has his girlfriend with him, and then when she dies, it's kind of like in the first one. Yeah, first one or the second one? Yeah, it's the first one. I haven't watched these movies in a long time, but I've seen them so many times as a kid. The born, the born ultimatum. Most people say is the best out of all the first three, and then um, the one, the born legacy with um, Jeremy Jeremy Renner mm-hmm. <laughs> is. I don't know why they made that. He's he was filling in a gap. I, he's he. There's a. I felt bad for him, bro. It's like the Tokyo Drift of Born. Yeah. Oh yeah. Fast and Furious is coming up, isn't it? This Fast and Furious better not be number one. You know what's funny? It none. That's not even on here. Really? Yeah. Oh. I was. So the next one that comes after is, well, that's kind of strange, but it's Mission Impossible. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we. That's it's funny. We just talked about this before we got on camera, but. You look at the Rotten Tomato score, Mission Impossible 1. It's the same as Mission Impossible 2. But I feel like Mission Impossible is better than people think. I don't know why people didn't really... I don't know. Is that a thing? The first Mission Impossible was bad? Like the first two? No, the first one... The second one is cheesier than the first yeah. one. Like the sec- the first one is the scene where the helicopters in the in the train and like, you yeah. know... that's. Or the, the the iconic, he's falling and he has to catch himself before he hits the uh, the floor and shit. And yeah. Like, you know. That movie, I think the first one was good because it was like, I see what y'all are trying to do and it's amazing what you were able to actually pull off with what you had. And the story's actually really good. The second one was like, yeah, we know what we did. We're cool. And I, I remember the second one. Yeah. Yeah, I hated that one, man. He got long hair and he's like, it's all this slow-mo He's like know, rock. Granted, it's John Woo, but come on, bro. Like he's free climbing the, the doves and shit. I'm like, bro. Yeah, that's... <laughs> doves. Andy Noon was looking good, though. Yeah, it was good, it's cheesy. But yeah, Martian Mission Impossible Three is great. Like rest in peace, uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman, man. Great villain, bro. 
great villain, man. And then, like, right here, it goes into, like, the Fast and Furious thing where it gets better with age. You know I mean, it's like Ghost Protocol, Rogue Nation, Bigger Fallout. stunts. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Exotic cars, yeah. more crews. Yeah. Like, back to the news, like, they just started reshooting a new one. Not reshooting, but starting shooting. Yeah. And this is, this is Tom Cruise's off, baby. They're starting off with, like, the dangerous stunt he's supposed to do. That's the first thing they're going to get out the way. It's like, dang, Tom... He's always doing because that's his highlight in every movie. It's like there's that one thing he does that's like, no, he really did that. Like the uh, fallout was when he jumped out of the airplane with Henry Cavill. Yeah. Uh, and then the other one was when he h- held on to the C-130 as it took off. Stuff like that. The other one is when he was in the sand. The sandstorm. Or no, not. It wasn't the sandstorm. It was when he was. Climbing, he used the suction cups to climb up yeah. that skyscraper. Yeah. So yeah, it doesn't surprise me that they were like, "This is the stunt he's doing now." The good thing about it is it's a spoiler, but it's not a big spoiler. Meaning like that's his big stunt, but it tells me nothing about the movie, which is right. more exciting. It's like, what the hell were you doing there? It's better than rock climbing. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. It's that Mission Impossible too, y'all. It's that fifty-nine percent. So. That's definitely good fun, especially if you're just looking for something out of something that's not too tense as, as James Bond. Yeah. So. Yeah, man. Shout out Mission Possible in the top five. And above that, obviously, uh, Harry Potter. Um, Honestly, just seeing that on this list, I feel like we need to do a separate one for yeah. that. I but, like. I recently binge watched. Well, I skipped a couple, but uh, I, I was like, "You binge Harry Potter?" No, because I've seen Sorcerer's Stone is a little too kiddie for me. I've seen it and Chamber of Secrets. I don't really need to see those two. So normally, yeah, when I binge watch Harry Potter, I start at Prisoner of Azkaban. Prisoner of Azkaban. I can never say it. So I start there and head down. And that's that's when things get serious. That's when yeah, things start. I like actually. the serious ones. Now, I've seen the first two, but like when I binge watch, if I'm in a Harry Potter mood, I'm like, yeah, I want to watch Harry Potter, right? I'll start at Prison of Azkaban and I'll work my way down. Now, I might be in a minority, but one of my favorite ones is Goblet of Fire. I like that one because that's when Voldemort appears and awesome. that shit gets real at the end and Robert Pattinson dies. It's like the most beautiful one. Yeah. Well, I'm saying like in terms of, so yeah, the first two are definitely because it's by the same director. Right. That's why they match in tone yeah. and the way they feel. And then the third one was a different guy. That's when they had to replace Dumbledore, rest in peace to that dude. But yeah. like, that's when it was just like, no, this is, <laughs> guys are idiots. This shit is deep. And it gets dark. Yeah. So. Yeah. The other one I could do without is the Half-Blood Prince. I could do without that one. Um, I don't think people really remember what that one was about. Yeah. That one's about um, rest in peace. Um, yeah, it's Alan Rickman. Yeah, it's more about his character and who he is. So when part one comes and he dies, doesn't he die in part one? Deathly Hollows makes more sense. You know, you feel for him more. You know what I mean? Oh, he, he dies in part one or part two. He dies in part one. 
Oh, I thought I thought he makes the promise, or is that in the? See, that's the one thing I have about this series is that like it kind of bleeds together after it's four. About the promise, that's in um, Half Blood Prince. All that, all that setup. If I'm oh. not mistaken, it's been a while. I don't. Oh yeah, no, no, you're right. It is because they killed Dumbledore in the Half Blood Prince, and then in the first one, it's all about when they're running away. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, he dies in part one. So Half Blood Prince is like the setup for his death in part one. And Harry then in part two, yeah. you know, there's the climactic battle. Just when you thought it was over. Yeah. It's one of the few, like, the part one, part twos, where the part two is actually good, was better than the part one. But It didn't Matrix Revolutions itself? Yeah. yeah. How is that not anything? I guess because there's only three movies. It's considered a trilogy, not a franchise. But I guess once this Matrix 4 comes out, it's considered a franchise. So that's Harry Potter, number three. So number two is Middle Earth, obviously. And what's oh, number boy. One? Number one? Hold on, don't tell me. Don't spoil it. You don't... You're not going to... Yeah, I'm not going to like it. No, not like it. You're not going to guess it. It It's kind of out of left field, but I mean, I'm not mad. It's just I didn't think that would be... What number? Based on what? Okay, so number two is Lord of the Rings, Middle Earth. We kind of got a well. I don't, know. I don't really want to talk about the Hobbit movies, to be honest. But that's another one you could do a whole separate thing because that yeah, there's yeah, like Lord of the Rings is so much to like. I'm not process. like a Lord of the Rings. I didn't read the books, so I'm not like a the knowledge. I'm my knowledge base is just movies, and I've seen the Lord of the Rings, the extended versions, multiple times. I can kind of break it down, you know what I mean? But, I mean, they're I mean, all great movies, man. Return yeah. of the King, minus the, like, four endings at the end. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's an extra hour after every, after the, the ring is destroyed. It's another another hour, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was, it's funny. It's like Lord of the Rings didn't need movies. The movies needed Lord of the Rings, like it. It's so it's it's there's a lot and I remember I, I picked a couple books that I didn't even know that just add more into Lord of the Rings lore. There's the whole that's why it's not even Lord of the Rings. It's Middle Earth, right? Just, just key this whole yeah, it's whole yeah. I mean, I would be down to do like a separate podcast about that one. That's just, I liked I like the manner. I like the unexpected journey Hobbit and I like uh, most of Desolation of Smaug. Uh, but the Battle of Five Armies, I didn't like that. They said a lot of people, I remember seeing that one. They said they just, they made that one, not because it was important. They just made it so it could be its own trilogy. Like they said, they just made it just to make it. Yeah. From what I heard, they didn't need, they didn't, the original plan wasn't even to make three. It was like, we could do this in two. I mean, low key, you can do it in one if you cut the fat. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like all that takes place in like one one journey. Like those three movies were done in the first Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring. I could, you know, give me an extended version, Hobbit, the Unexpected Journey. You can do the, all three movies. <laughs> What's wild to me is they when I, I went to go see the I ain't know nothing about Lord of the Rings. I went to go see that in the theaters for the first time, like Fellowship of the Ring, and I did not understand how it didn't end. I was like, oh, so. We're, he he's not dropping the ring, not not today, huh? Yeah, me too, me too. 
Me too. So, and it, what's, what's sad is like, I went with the people that lived on Lord of the Rings. So they were like, yeah, why would he do that? This is only Fellowship of the Ring. And I was like, because I'm used to endings. <laughs> hey, when I first seen this, uh, we had, you remember, like, you used to order the DVDs, you pick 10 DVDs for a dollar, and they'd come to the house, right? And uh, so this month, uh, Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring came. I was like, what's this shit? You know what I mean? I didn't know. I'm a black kid, man. You know what I mean? I don't know what the hell. I, I don't know. I never read Lord of the Rings. I don't know who J.R.R. Tolkien is. I don't know that is either. But I like sci-fi shit, and I like, you know, I like shit like this. You know what I mean? I like Gladiator. That's my thing. Like, I like Gladiator, too. So I was like, I put it in. I'm like, yo, this movie's tight. And then they get to the, uh, after um, Sean Bean dies, and they, they come in, and it's like, oh, man, I can't wait. This is getting good. Yeah. And the credits come. I'm like, oh, <laughs> Yo, what happens? And then I had to, I had to like uh, get on the internet and shit. And it's like, oh, there's a uh, two yeah, hours and shit. You didn't know? Yeah. It's like, I no. Like, oh, I got to go see the second one. Okay. I thought I thought this was episodic. I thought this was like Mission Impossible or something. I didn't think it was. I, that's that's when they were starting to do that. Like before, that was unheard of. No, it all has to end in one movie. You don't just drag it out like that. Star Trek. Yeah. Well, yeah, man. Like, it took me a while too to get the two tiles because we wasn't. My parents won't buy me movies and wasn't taking to the movies like that. But you know, when I eventually saw them, I was like, yo, like it's a great trilogy. It's probably one of the best trilogies of all time. It's top three. It's probably I up mean, there with Godfather. You got Godfather, Lord of the Rings, and then the original trilogy. In honestly, my opinion, it's just amazing how deluxe they make their DVD setups. Every time, like, even on the original DVD, they have, like, a beautiful, like, leather-bound. Yeah, yeah. Three discs of hours of special features and commentary. Yeah. No, they like have the, it for Blu-ray. Like, the making of The Fellowship of the Ring, which is, like, a two-hour documentary, that shit's good by itself. Like, them going through. And then you think about it, they was shooting this, like, in the mid-'90s. Like, you know, they've been shooting this forever, bro. Yeah, where's Elijah Wood? He's been in the Shire. <laughs> we haven't seen Elijah Wood in a while yet because he's been in the damn Shire. Because you think about it, it comes out in 2001, but when he was shooting this, he was still, like, he just made Flubber and – not Flubber, but Flipper movie and stuff. No, nah, he wasn't that young. No, nah, he wasn't you know? that young. <laughs> but, yeah, he was still, like, you know – little bit a couple years past it was like 98 99 like and still they did that's when they did all the prosthetics for the orcs yeah sheesh and then i got the i got the um extended edition ones because they look like the books so like you put them on the shelf is like the books so i found them in a ross one time all three, and they were like five dollars for. I was like, "Yo, the extended versions," but it was it wasn't Blu-ray, it was DVD. It's a long time ago. But it's not it's not widescreen; it's full screen. Ah. But I was like, "Oh, for five dollars in Ross of all places, bro!" I found all three, bro. That's what I, the you never know. That. You find places in unlikely places, man. Find movies. I used to do that. Find movies everywhere, but I don't do it as much. I need to go back to that getting hard copies of everything. 
but they keep changing the formats of everything. You know what I mean? And and they'll keep editing stuff out over the years, and it's like that's not how that went. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Number one. I'm about to get my PS5 and then start buying uh, uh, 4K copies. 4K Blu-rays now. You know. But anyways, that's off topic. Yeah. yeah. All right, so number one, what we got? Mad Max. What was your guess for that number one? Because you were I, like, I don't want to see you. I wasn't. I thought like, I thought Fast and Furious was going to make this list. It's not even up here. It's not even up there at all. I didn't even think about Mad Max. They said those are movies. <laughs> but it's a franchise, though. So at number one, you put a franchise with four movies. If it wasn't for Max, Mad Max Fury Road, this is just a trilogy. Like, And low-key, there's only two good Mad Max ones before Fury Road. But a lot of people like Beyond Thunderdome. It's like nostalgic. But... Yeah. Shout out to Tina Turner, bro. Um, What's wild is this is apparently a franchise, but it's like their movies spanned like four years. And then, of course, Fury Road being like the 10 year difference. Yeah. 20 year difference. 20 years. It's a franchise. They got a black and white version of that, too. I like Fury Road. I only seen it once, but I liked it. Yeah, it's good. There's so much going on in that movie. It's like, ah. Tom Hardy's still mad at Charlize Theron because she got more attention all over than him. So, yeah, yeah. He's mad about that. Yeah, there was. I mean, it was rumors that he felt away. Right, you know? he barely said Fury, anything. Yeah, because Furiosa's character is more like is like the character in that movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Why would you? You barely you barely say anything. Not to mention, you're you're plot you don't really have like a plot you really just kind of stumble in <laughs> they were right, saying I mean, that, it begins with him like who the fuck is this they were saying that that was that was what they were going off of in the future they were like mad max is that might not even be the original max they were saying that they might be rolling off of the milk there's a theory that the mel gibson is the original max and he is so legendary that people are willing to take up the mantle and claim to be Max. Or he could just be another Max. You know, he's just, his name is Max, and they think he's the Mad Max. We just... That'd be tight. And then if you do another Mad Max movie, then you bring back Mel Gibson. To, he reveals himself as the real Max. And then you got, you know, that would be tight. There's a way you can make it work. You know what I mean? The question is, how do you make Mel Gibson work? That's all I'm saying. Mel Gibson recently has been... Uh, Come on. Everybody saw Hacksaw Ridge. He got nominated for an Oscar. Come on. Nope. Everybody got past that. Trust me, there's more stuff going on in Hollywood than him worrying about being racist. There's some other stuff y'all need to worry about. That's what I'm saying. I I know there's more. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Plus, we all know he's racist. We all know that. There's the stuff y'all ain't the stuff y'all hiding, we need to talk about. But <laughs> I don't want to get flagged. You know. <laughs> but y'all know. Yeah, no. Y'all know. We've got enough disclaimers. Why Tom, Hanks, why, why Tom Hanks leave? Well, we're going to mm. get to that. No, I'm, I'm joking, y'all. I'm just, <laughs> I, this isn't that type of podcast. I'm just messing. But it just uh, it seems ironic, right? <laughs> now he's a citizen right. of Greece. Where is he? Greece? 
I, I didn't even know that. So yeah. Rolling with the landscape shit. But uh <laughs> but anyways, yeah, man, that'd be tight, man. Shout out. I like to like Mel Gibson, man. He's a racist, he's documented, <laughs> so we know who he is. But hey, show I like his movies, man. I was gonna say he's got he's got a good track record going. Yeah. It's just this is man, off screen is like wow. My thing is at least we know, you know what I mean? Like this stuff, you know, when people don't say stuff and then at least he's being honest, like you know. So, but yeah, I like Mel Gibson, man. Well, I just... hope they still make that lethal weapon five. Oh. I think Diana... if they was too old for that shit and lethal weapon four. <laughs> I was about to say, <laughs> Danny Glover even gonna be able to make it too to be like, right, for this shit. too old for it. Danny Glover be doing some, but he does some odd movies now where it's like, wait, you you agreed to this? He does like little key roles every once in a while, but you're like, you'll do this, but you won't do Lethal. Get that. Yeah. Come on, man. That's why I'm wondering why isn't Lethal Weapon on this list? I guess because they did top 26. But to me, Lethal Weapon is low key better than a Die Hard uh, franchise. And it, it branched out. Yeah. It branched out way bigger than time. But it goes back to like what I think is a franchise. Apparently, I don't know what a franchise is because some of these things on this list. But then again, this is just, I'm pretty sure this is just one list of many. Yeah. Yeah, this is one I saw. You know what I mean? There was another one I wanted to click on, but it's a little older. It had like the 25 most powerful movie franchises and why. So I guess it's probably based off box office, probably. So this uh, Mad Max was actually a good surprise, but it's a good. I think we're good with that. Yeah, I mean, check the Mad Max out. Uh, there's some uh, good movies. So. If, you know, it makes me forget that like Mel Gibson's Australian. I'd be forgetting that because most of his movies, he's like either American or has another accent. I'd be forgetting he's Australian. I don't think it's. You're going to slip up and say, like, Wallaby or something. Yeah. P. Sherman, 42 Wallaby Way, Sydney. Anyway, uh, that's pretty good for right now. I think that I think we've given a lot. Yeah. yeah. The franchise, we really covered a lot in yeah, this one. A lot. We covered a lot. Some of these we didn't get to, but that's because we'll get to them later. Oh, right. we'll definitely get to those later. Like Star Wars, we're coming for you. We're coming for you, buddy. It ain't gonna be that bad. I just trust me. We'll get to Star Wars. Yeah, I just want to talk about Rise of Skywalker. Really, we actually did the new trilogy because everything else before that, you know, Same I, I like. You know, so it's just the trash stuff I want to talk about. <laughs> you know, I get more y'all. Y'all starting to see I get more animated about trash stuff because it's fun to pick movies apart. And I mean, and, and salute to everyone that makes art and everything they do. I know you work hard on movies. It's not just you know what I mean, but you know. yeah, it's and for the most part, it's just an it's it's like it's it's a good jest. Like we we're, we're not gonna crucify you. It's just good. It's just fun to talk about. Like you really did that, you know. Like that's a part of it. 
that's what most of these movies to me honestly they do things and it's like y'all really went with that or it's even funnier because when it's there it's like what happened behind the scenes and half the time when you look it up the story behind the scenes is even more bonkers than what came out right yeah but no if you if you do that and that's what you do you make movies and stuff then trust me you're way ahead of the game than i am i just like yeah. talking about them yeah yeah i mean but yeah, that's our movie franchise discussion. Again, thank you for listening. Uh, hey, if you know, we went we went over a list that we saw. But if uh, there's any movie franchises uh, you want to talk about, discuss, hey, comment. Hey, I will answer the comments and have a conversation with you. So you know, I know there's some we forgot, like Fast. And, we didn't talk about Fast and the Furious, or you know, yeah, Weapon, or um, some other ones. Um, uh, but I can't think of off the top of my head. But Fast and the Furious. I'm thinking of something that have more than three movies. You know what I mean? So, Twilight. Why wasn't yeah? That? Twilight counts. Twilight counts. Yeah. I don't know. Even, I don't know why I had to think of that one, but. <laughs> what do you mean? What are you trying to say? <laughs> no, no. It's just. Oh. You're you're over here naming all these cool like hardcore ones like Lethal Weapon and Godfather, and I'm like Twilight. Yeah. Well, I guess I can't count Godfather because they made three movies. That's a trilogy, not a franchise, I guess, right? Is that so? If it's above four, three, it goes from trilogy to a franchise, right? Or if you have multiple trilogies in the franchise. So technically, I think Transformers is a franchise as well. Um, oh, yeah. How did that? Yeah. Come on. You know why that's not on the list? There's only one good movie. And that's if you like the first one. Other than that, the rest are bad. I understand. I've seen every one of those in the theater, bro. <laughs> that's because Michael Bay's your favorite director. No, 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 no. He's mentioned. He did direct Bad Boys and Bad Boys 2. Why did. Well, that was a trilogy. That doesn't. And The Rock. And The Rock, yeah. Welcome I'm... to The Rock. I feel like gutting you, boy. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you, boy. Anyway. No, my favorite part is when Tony taught. He's like, he was like, he's like, have you ever heard of the Rocket Man? Tony Todd is like, I don't listen to that soft shit. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta watch that movie again, man. Soft shit. And he's like, because you are the Rocket Man. Yo, the Rock got so many codals, man. We gotta talk about Nicolas Cage one day. The goat. Cage. I was watching uh I was watching John Claude Van Johnson. Hey, uh, there's this there's a scene where he's in the dry ramen and he goes, Holy sh oh my gosh, it's you. He goes, Yeah. Because you have anything new coming out? He goes, No, I'm retired. Not like Nicolas Cage retired. I'm like retired, retired. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, damn. Oh man. Oh man. Uh, but yeah, this is our movie franchise discussion. Um, yeah, so if we missed any, hey, just put them down in the comments. Let us, yeah, let us know in the comments if we missed any. Let us know if you know of any other franchises that we didn't mention that you think are interesting. Because I like just jumping into new stuff anyway. Yeah, yeah, I, I pretty, I think, I feel like I've seen all of them. But you know, there could be some that you know. Even a hey, even foreign foreign films or international. I was gonna films. say there's foreign films. There's, yeah, recommend there's, stuff. 
I know we didn't jump into animation, but that really is its own realm in itself. Yeah, yeah, true, true. I'd be down to do it, but yeah, we pretty much went live action. You know what I mean? So, because we could have chose Toy Story as a franchise by itself. Could have did Shrek. Shrek, yeah, Shrek. Yeah, I like Shrek one and two. Shrek the third. Ain't there four? Yeah. No, that's five. Yeah. I guess you could put Puss in Boots and all that too, because it's all then it'd be the six. same universe. Yeah. Damn, they made that many. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. God. Made that many. I thought they stopped at like three. No. See, no, so like the, the big the big story arc, like you know, the one that really matters, they stopped at three. Okay. Like three, three. You don't even have to watch three. Honestly, they stopped at two, but three yeah. is like because he was an ogre and he couldn't rule the kingdom. They needed actual royalty, so then they go pick up King Arthur to be the king. The other and then one the is fourth one has is like his kids, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, their it's kids. Like, excuse me. So Rumple, Rumple Stiltskin. Yeah. I think it's Shrek for Shrek Forever. Yeah, that's it. The creativity. Yeah, that's when you're getting bored, man. You're getting tired. It's like, yeah. The third one's called Shrek the Third. So you knew they were running out. You know, like, uh, Shrek Forever. Yes. This is it. Mike Meyer said, I just. Greenlit. I'm still trying to recuperate from, uh, he said, <laughs> still trying to recuperate from the love guru. I need more money. Oh, yeah. you know, Mike Meyer's got a lot of money to make trash movies. Well, not, not trash movies, but like, he has two franchises. Well, I guess. You got Austin Powers and Shrek. I mean, you just make money over that. No, he got. So, well, Austin Powers has been there. No, it definitely needed to stop after three. I don't think they stick up going stop after two, bro. It did need to stop. Because Five Shag Me was a perfect way to end it, bro. Third one was like, we ran. That's the one with Beyonce, right? The third one, yeah. The third one was with your your girl. Can't escape her today. You can't. Four times we mentioned her. Oh man! <laughs> damn you, damn you, Bay! Right, those part of the beehive don't be upset. You know we love Beyonce. Yeah, I got I got nothing against her. It's just man, when it comes to movies, which is what we're all about here, yeah, the acting is just. <sighs> you know the funny thing because Dream Girls was supposed to be her like yo, we about to get you an Oscar nomination, all right? We got yeah. you. All right, but then Jennifer Hutcher came in and out acted insane, your ass. And then she won an Oscar. <laughs> she said, I need the money. Yeah. You don't know who I am yet. Jennifer Hutcher came in there, out sang you and out acted you. She said, Bitch, you Damn. still got music. I got nothing. That's fine. One night only for you. But yeah, that's it. Before we get off on a tangent, because we'll talk. But yeah, again, my name's Olin. And I'm Ryan. Uh, thanks uh, for listening to us or watching us, however your preference. Again, follow us on all social medias. Do you feel me? We got a lot of stuff coming. Like I'm working on a lot of stuff, trying to get a new computer to bring out actually a more uh, interactive experience. So working on that. But uh, uh, appreciate the support we've been. I've been getting so far uh, from friends of mine, friends of ours. You know what I mean? It's been getting a lot of good feedback. So. Yeah. Uh, again, appreciate it. Appreciate and, uh, you six. Uh, I hope. Yes. We get to. This is for you. You six subscribers. I appreciate you. If it'd be, it'd be nice to be. 
yeah please please share our content so yeah. we can have more than six and trust me we'll we want to do a lot more yeah. but of course that comes with more yeah subscribers and listeners so yeah we'll do more you know what i mean trying to still keep the content coming you know what i mean that way you know there's always something because at the end of the day we're not doing this for like money or anything we just yeah it's just something we want to do we want to talk about this and we we have a platform to allow people to listen to us talk about it so everything you hear and how we do it is how we talk when we're in front of each other